Ladies and gentlemen. Aaron, Aaron, I'm so sorry to interrupt whatever you got going on right now, but I had to come up and congratulate you. I heard about Thursday Night Flea Market.com. I heard about ProWrestlingTees.com backslash Thursday Night Flea Market. Checked out both websites. I bought everything. Thank you so much. I'm actually doing a spot right now for the MWO. Do you want to say hi to the fans? Hey, what's going on, all you MWO fans? This is WWE superstar Rey Mysterio, and you're listening to the MWO podcast with the big Jake Boski. I don't care what anyone says. You're bigger than Hot Rod Guy, fool. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> My name is Aaron Ortiz, Mr. Thursday Night, the Thursday night delight, the rock and roller of Flea Market Tola, and I'm here to say that you're listening to the MWO Podcast. And before I go, I have one last burning question. Why are you looking at me? Because I feel like you're going to steal the spot. I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I want you to do it. All right, here it goes. Are you ready? Damn it, Ray. This podcast has been paid for by the Major World Order. Major World Order. Fix for life. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Major World Order Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Billy Walter Peck. I am the Jim Johnston of the Turmoil brand. I am a former broski of the week and I am a ring announcer for PWP Live Omaha, Nebraska's longest running wrestling promotion. And with me is Hus Var. A.K.A. The Major Market, A.K.A. Handsome Husvar, A.K.A. Heartbreak Husvar, and as of this weekend, A.K.A. Impact Husvar, collector of all things movies, TV, gaming, pop culture, especially the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast merch. I'm also a supporter of the all-ego Ethan Page and the very nice, the very evil Dan Housen. We also have with us... The Big Jake Boski, the Sean Kemp of wrestling figure collecting, the major Mad Hatter, Jake Don't Call Me Bray Wyatt. Welcome to another edition of the Major World Order podcast, where it's just too sweet. That is right. Welcome to the show. We are a podcast dedicated to the community that Matt, Mark, Brian of the Major Wrestling Figure podcast has created and... uh, you know, we've we've had all of them on. We've had uh, Matt Cardona's cousin John Gravina, who's very active in the group. Or we've AKA had, my best friend. That's right. No, or we've along had, with Mike Mike Lapuma is my best friend too. We yeah. don't even like these words. <laughs> <laughs> we've had Brian Myers' longest friend, Papa Bear Paul, on the show. We've had uh, Brian's entrance theme creators, and you know, so many other you know great uh, you know major marks. And we always try and bring on. You know some some interesting people that are more connected uh, to them, uh, you know, in their professional lives or whatever. And uh, um, just before we get to that, we got to say that we have this little sponsor right now. Why be minor when you can be major? Whether you have all the major wrestling figure podcast merch or just want to feel like you do, the major merch book is for you. It's made for major marks by major marks. The major merch book is coming soon. And you need it. Scratch that major itch. All right. That is the upcoming major merch book that 
Eamon Merrigan and Justin Walsh have been working on, two former guests as well. And uh, yeah, very excited. So about excited. This Wait a minute. Out. Justin Walsh segued his way into my show. Sure did. That <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, you can check us out on all forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all at Major World Order, or at our Pro Wrestling Tees store, prowrestlingtees.com slash Major World Order. Welcome to episode 40 with Ooh. our very Ooh. special guest. He is known as the Gimmick Attorney. He is Mike Dockin. Hey, fellas. What's going on tonight? What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Oh, uh, you know, just living the dream. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, uh, as of this recording, well, I know I've been celebrating Friday the 13th. I don't yeah. know if anyone else is into that. Um, we also can celebrate that the, the ring has been backed. As of right now, it's at, let's do a quick refresh. It is at 6,473 backers oh, and rising. Baby. So we're almost nice. at that doink. At nice. Let's get it. Hell yeah. I think it's going to reach the stretch goals. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then what you guys said, if it hits 8,000, we get ring skirts, new extra ring skirts, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, yeah. In your man. house and WrestleMania. I want those, too. So let's uh, let's pump it up to 8 Oh, it will. Or 8K. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Thank you, <Yeah>. buddy. <laughs> um, but, Mike, you, uh, you also, as of today, are a ring backer, correct? That's true. That's true. I knew it was the last day to get the macho, and yeah, FOMO took over. There oh, yeah, you go. <laughs> <laughs> did the, did you happen to have you know say like you know Matt Cardona going like, hey, how come you haven't backed this thing yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking over the list and checking it twice. <laughs> yeah, he, I, I'm surprised I hadn't gotten a text from him. Be like, right. hey, what's going on, bro? Why haven't you done this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's you know a, a big reason of of why we have you on is we know that you um, are the the lawyer, uh, the gimmick lawyer, so to speak of of Matt for sure and the major wrestling figure podcast as a whole um yep. you know and we'll we'll get into all of that um but uh but first you know we'll we'll start with just the basics um we know that you you are a wrestling fan um yes and like always have been yep. so what are those uh early memories of getting into wrestling it was, you know, I think it was a, a close family friend. My mom's best friend growing up had a son who was in age between me and, and one of my older brothers. And I just remember spending the night over at their house all the time if my folks had something going on. Uh, and and that, that son was a big wrestling fan. And one of my earliest memories, I don't remember if there's anything before this, but one of the earliest memories was uh, the, the twin Hebners. Oh, oh yeah. And, and turning on Hogan. And I don't think I've ever gotten over that. Like I was, <laughs> that wrecked me. I was so hurt that, you know, the good guy got robbed and he got cheated and he lost his belt because of it. Right. And just never really forgot that. But uh, it, it turned me on to it. And remember watching it, you know, on USA on the TV that had the actual dial. Yeah, the dials, yeah. <laughs> and everybody in my family absolutely hated it. Everybody, my <laughs> oldest brother, like if he was, he's 13 years older than me. So we're talking, I'm five, six, seven, eight years old. Uh, if he was the home, he would not let me watch it. 
even though it was okay with my mom, he was right. not having it. <laughs> and my other brother, my older brother, uh, not my oldest, he similarly didn't like it. So if I was going to watch it, I'd go watch it at the crappy TV in the basement. Mm. And But I, I was not going to be denied by God. Right. And so <laughs> I, I continued to watch it. My mom wasn't against it, but she wasn't a fan. It wasn't something she was going to watch with me. So when they would come through where I'm from originally, which is Evansville, Indiana, a, a small southern Indiana town, yeah. we got the sea show, right? We, we were yep. the sea the C town, not the A or B. Yeah. I mean, I think sometimes we've got some B talent. In fact, we did get Hogan. We got Andre. Yeah. We got Ultimate wow. Warrior. But um, she wasn't going to take me to these shows. Right. And so one of her other friends had a son who was in college or, or about that age. And she she called up her friend and said, hey, uh, do you mind? You know, do you think your son would want to take take Michael? My mom won't call me Mike. We'll take Michael to the wrestling <laughs> show. Well, I'll ask him. I'll find out. And by God, he was into it. And so he took me. And so I didn't even get to go with a family member. It was a family friend's son. But then every time they'd come back into town, he actually started calling my mom. Hey, does he want to go to this one? And nice. so that's how I made it to the shows is that a, a family friend. That's so cool. Me. Yeah. And uh, another memory. And I, I was lucky enough to meet Hulk Hogan a number of years back. Oh, wow. um, let's see. My son's almost nine and my son was one at the time. So it was eight years ago. And and I said to him and it was true. It was like there wasn't a single birthday or Christmas growing up where Hulk Hogan wasn't involved. And that was true yeah. because my right. dad, my birthday is March 31st. And so WrestleMania always fell around then. So right. my dad and my parents were divorced. My dad would, you know, what do you want for your birthday? Well, I want to get WrestleMania on pay-per-view and I want <laughs> a subscription to the WWF magazine. And I want, yeah. you know what? And every year just he would just renew it. And, you know, hey, is there yeah. a pay-per-view? Are we going to get it? And my dad didn't have, again, I'm dating myself, I'm 41, but back then it wasn't just go to the menu and, and find the channel and click buy, right? You had to have the special box. Oh, yeah. And you had to get that from the cable company. Right. And my dad didn't have that. And so he would call his brother. He'd call my uncle. Hey, uh, you guys have one of those boxes, right? All right. Do you mind if we crash the house on Sunday or Tuesday? You know, the random yeah, times yeah. they would have these pay-per-views back in the day. And uh, you mind if we come and crash it? You know, Michael wants to get the pay-per-view for his birthday. And Michael would say, sure. So... You know, even though my family wasn't into it, they tolerated it and it kind of became a family thing, right? I got to spend yeah. time with my uncle and my dad and sometimes my cousins would pop in and, you know, get to watch watch WrestleMania and watch some of the big shows. That's really cool. Man, what a great intro to wrestling. I mean, geez, man. <laughs> it was. You know, it's, it, I, I hear all the time from folks that I meet and we'll get more into the, the wrestling side of the law mm -hmm. that I deal with, but hear from people all the time like, oh, I just can't believe that somebody, you know, an actual lawyer is a fan. And, you know, I, before I went to law school, I went to engineering school. So I have an engineering degree. And like, well, why, wow. why would you be into why would you be into wrestling? Like, because that's I, I'm I a real person. Yeah. I happen to go right. to a stupid amount of college that maybe everybody didn't. But that's on me. <laughs> you know, let me. Right. Say, yeah, well, <laughs> uh, but I've just I've always been a fan. So why yeah. why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I keep keep loving it? Yeah, for that's sure. awesome. Um, so, so maybe, maybe you know, to yeah. diverge just a little off of that. Um, uh, and it's totally like off topic from any of this, you know, wrestling stuff or whatever. But you said that you grew up in Indiana. Yep. And I believe you live or work out of Ohio. I do. I, I okay. do live in Ohio. Oh, yeah. This is all Jake stomping grounds. Yeah. Yeah. I, I lived in Indiana and I just moved from Ohio. I was there for the last uh, almost 20 years. So no kidding. Where, where yeah. in Ohio? Uh, Streetsboro. It's uh, in between Cleveland and Akron, kind of okay, more, so. more east uh, than than, than uh, you are. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You know Kent, Kent State. Yeah, yeah. It's like six miles from Kent. So. Oh sure, of course. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, um, I was born and raised in southern Indiana, went to college in an engineering school in uh, central Indiana, and then went to Toledo for law school. And, you know, frankly, it was because they wanted to pay for it. And I didn't want to have yeah. that. So I was happy yeah. to pay for it. Smart man. <laughs> and then uh, and then I, I graduated law school and I actually took both bars, Ohio and Indiana, because I wasn't sure oh, where wow. I was going to be. And yeah. then I met this lady and she's my wife and the mother of my two <laughs> children and her family's here. So uh, we, we actually talked at length and got serious about, well, let's move to Indianapolis because we both love Indianapolis. Great city. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's a very it's a big city. They get all the big concerts. They get all the yes. big sporting things. But it really doesn't feel like a big city. And I love it, it. it I, doesn't. I, I'm still a cold season ticket holder. I have been for oh, over wow. a decade and I drive. It's like three and a half hours. Yeah, it's me. not bad. Yeah. Uh, but we, we were talking about it and we were ready to make a move. I was ready to put in resumes and start interviewing with law firms. And then, oh, lo and behold, she's pregnant. So it's like, well, <laughs> we moved to Indy where we have certainly have friends, but not family. Right. Or do we stay here where your parents are here and we've got help? Yeah. yeah. And so we stayed here. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't regret it for a second. It's Toledo. It's not that exciting of a place. But I'm within a four hour drive of anywhere I need to be. And I'm 45 yeah. minutes from the Detroit, Detroit airport, which can literally yeah. connect me anywhere. So, yeah, perfect. It's an easy place to live. Yeah. So then the next thing to talk about would be uh, collecting. Uh, now, yeah. as as we are doing this video chat, you know, it only goes out audio, but we can see that you have a, a pretty cool mm-hmm. uh, collection of details behind you. Yep. Yes. Um, when, you know, did you start, you know, collecting? Were you getting wrestling figures as a, as a kid? Um, when did it become a, a collecting thing? And what <laughs> are your habits nowadays? Yeah. So, uh, as a kid, you know, we just didn't have a lot of money, so sure. I didn't have a lot of wrestling, wrestling action figures. I, the one and only Hasbro I had, and it was because it was my best choice of what was on the pegs at the time, was the Jake the Snake, right? Yeah. And I've still got it. It's it's at my house. Awesome. Uh, and then we also had, I don't know if you remember those little thumb war things that yeah. you, know, you kind of yep. shove your thumb in whoever's <laughs> backside. <laughs> we had, we had, I had the Hogan Piper two-pack, and I, I still have the Hogan, the Piper I gave to one of my buddies uh, oh, wow. the last year who's a big Piper collector. And it was a not really good hot job. rod guy, is it? <laughs> no, no, oh. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, and that was that was really all the wrestling toys I had. But man, I would get those the the magazines. I'd go to have to go to the grocery store with my mom or whatever. And well, I'm gonna I can't imagine doing this with my own kids now. But you know, 35 years ago, I'd just wander over to the magazine and and comic book aisle and mm-hmm. rifle through things. And I'd get magazines and and look through stuff. And man, I remember seeing the uh, LJN ads, mm-hmm. and I desperately wanted some of those LJNs, but I never had any. So um, you know, didn't didn't have much by way of wrestling outside of, of the magazines and things. But as a kid, I really got into comic books. As you can imagine, the, the Venn diagram between wrestling and comic books is pretty significant overlap. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that was where my time and attention was as far as collecting is concerned. So I had a still do have a boatload of comic books, have long boxes galore uh, wow. in, in our basement. Uh, but when it came to action figures and stuff, I'll, I'll blame Matt and Brian and Mark. For that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, that Matt was the first guy that I got in touch with uh, via Conrad Thompson. Matt had filed some stuff for Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, uh, it filed for the trademarks. I don't remember if he did it himself or he just used some, found an attorney online kind of thing, didn't have a connection. And it, it came up against some opposition and he wasn't mm-hmm. sure what to do. And Conrad, who's now one of my great friends and has helped yeah. me get into the wrestling business, said, hey, call my friend Mike. Mike can help. And so... Uh, took care of Matt and we got that registered. You know, they, they own the, the major rest of your podcast um, registration, trademark registration. And so yeah. then 
probably not too long after that is when Matt and Brian got released. Right. And so my phone starts ringing. And that happens every time there's a WWE yeah. release these days. Right. But they're like, hey, uh, we we need some help protecting, you know, what our future ring stuff is going to mm-hmm. be. Let's do this stuff for the pod because it's really going to be our focus while we're right. forced to not compete and this sort of thing. Sure, sure. Um, and eventually once once Mark's stuff really took off and, you know, he got just started to appear for AEW, Mark's like, right. hey, I feel like I need to own my stuff. You know, can you help me out? So anyway. We can get more into that in a minute, but yeah. uh, I, I was like, you know, and I try to do this for all of my clients, not just my wrestling clients, but particularly my wrestling. Like you're you're coming to me and asking for help, and you're investing your money in the service that I'm offering. I can do the same for you, and I should do the right. same for you, and I should support my clients, uh, not just in rah rah and the stuff that I do, but also financially. So I signed up for the Patreon, like you know, ten fifteen bucks a month. Why not? Right. And uh, so really started listening to the podcast and all of that. And, you know, the the itch is real. Right. And they're talking oh about all God. these things. And, <laughs> and I'm thinking back to, you know, the all these Hasbros that I wanted, all these things I wanted as a kid and I couldn't have. Well, by God, I can afford them now. So yeah. let's do this. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So what it started with was my my favorite. So real quick, I was telling my wife, uh, hey, I'm going to do this podcast tonight. She's like, OK. <laughs> You're just going to do it in the basement. And I said, no, I'm going to go to the office. So this is the law. This is my law firm, right? We've got 270 yeah. attorneys in seven different of these. There's oh, 100, oh, wow. 100 okay. attorneys in this, in this firm. Like it's not is, an office in your house. This is no, your building. This is my, this is my real You're office. legit. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, well, why? I said, well, the, the podcast is about some action figures. And, yeah. and I, the, the, I, the stuff in the background of my real office is pretty cool. Yeah. And I want them to see that. Oh, She's man, like, that's awesome. Well, what about your stuff at home? I was like, well, <laughs> you're right, but the stuff at home is all Andre the Giant, right? So that's really yeah. where I started buying a bunch of stuff. Oh, and wow. I'm I'm happy or maybe ashamed, I don't know, to say I own at least one of every Andre the Giant action figure oh, and wow. like toy and collectible and stuff. A lot of them I have two because I've got one loose wow. and one one mid on card, but I own all of them at this point. There's a couple of wow. obscure Japanese things that I don't have just because I haven't bought them yet, not because I can't get them. But you know, you sure. talk about the. Uh, Andre Stud, Jake the Snake. There's a two yeah. strap and there's a single strap. Well, I've got them both. You know, all of them. It, I've yet to wow. find one that I didn't have. Uh, except recently, I bought the uh, Fig Heel checklist. Yep. And mm. I bought it exclusively to flip through it and see am I missing anything. And there was a, yeah. a Walmart. Uh, boy, I'm blanking on what it was called, but it was a Walmart it had like five or six different people, and it. it was Andre and Brock Lesnar and uh, hmm. Ric Flair and there's whatever. It was just a Walmart exclusive. I'm like. Oh, like one of those not then, now, and forever yeah, packs or I think something. That's right. Okay, I think that's yeah. right. I'm like, how do I not? How did I know about this? I'm ashamed <laughs> yeah. of myself. Immediately went on eBay, <laughs> bought it, had it sent to me. So uh, I've got all those at home. But these that as I got into that and was like, man, this is cool. And I started kind of buying up stuff, just guys that I was into, guys that were my guy yeah. uh, in wrestling. And I'm like, what am I going to do with all this? I've got so much stuff at home: sports memorabilia, comic books. I, I just don't have room for all this. Yeah. And I think it was Mark on the pods was talking about his detail for people he worked with. Like, Oh yep. my God. Yeah. This is brilliant. Just, yeah. <laughs> this is the, this is the move. And so I'm like, well, I, I have an itch to collect things. I always have, you know, I think some people just want to collect things and some people don't. I'm one that does. And I haven't collected comic books for a long, long time though. I've kept my, my toes in the water a little bit. And I thought this would be a good way to go is to get action figures of people I work with and then have them sign them. So Everything that's back yeah. here is is signed and signed by oh, wow. by my clients, and a lot of them have written messages. Like, would you want me to write something? Do you oh, want to personalize? Cool. I say, yeah. I, whatever you want to do. It's going yeah. in my office. So if you want to just say to Mike, fine. If you want to write a message, fine. So a number of them have written messages, and some of them are pretty darn cool. 
Um, that's awesome. So that's what these three detox behind me are. It's all clients that's that so I do cool. legal work wow. for. Wow. And it's all been signed by those clients. You got and, quite a few there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if uh, I keep a running tally now, right? Because I was losing track of how many people do I represent. Wow. And whatever. So I made a checklist. And do I have their figure? Have I had it signed right. yet? Oh, that's cool. And that's what secretaries are. Yeah. Well, I believe me, I put her through the ringer uh, <laughs> with the work that she has to do. But I represent or or have, you know, sometimes the work gets wrapped up and I don't actively represent them, but like 75 right. pro wrestlers. Wow. Oh, wow. So that is the 75 figures. There's a lot of people who haven't had figures yet and others right. who I'm waiting for their AW There's figure some that to are come on out. the way. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. They're on their way. And you can't see it. I'll adjust my camera here. But there's some turnbuckles. Oh, oh yeah. I yep. saw those FWF. in your uh, yep. on the FWF. Your, Yep, FWF news, is up there. Your news yeah. app, Talk and uh, shop. the news yep. thing. Yeah. And I've got a couple of belts over there. Yep. Oh, man, is that the uh, the original U.S. championship? Yeah, I just love wow. the look of it. And the, the Who's, uh, whose so cool. boot is that up there, the Flair. blue boot? Rick Flair. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> um, Did you get that from Conrad by chance? <laughs> I wish. No. <laughs> He's got the real Flair boots, not right. the, the repop. <laughs> oh, <Flair> okay. Boots. <laughs> uh, but yeah, That's some cool so, stuff. So that's you know it's in my office in 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 the law. Oh, this is the one. Uh, that so that is oh, the original yeah. size. Bruno San Martino and Stan Hansen. Wow. And more importantly, Muhammad Ali. and Antonio Inoki. Yep. So Andre I had those yep. pictures printed, but that's an you know down where my hand is in reverse. That's an original ticket. Yeah. That's an original Inoki wow. uh, autograph. That's or that's sorry. That's Inoki. That's yep. Ali. And then that's an original Jeez. ticket from the. Um, Streaming. It was close or close circuit. Close circuit Damn. tickets in wow. New York. So. I gotta pull a Michael Puma now and go, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> Dude, that's so sick. Yeah, I'm I'm pleased wow. with it. But anyway, it, my office now is like a visitor's destiny. So not even yeah. my clients, other people's clients are like, <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna walk you around, you know, here's our cafeteria. We've got this really nice basement and bar and the put all this money into fixing it up a few years yeah. ago. Oh, I gotta go check out this office. And it's like a meet and greet, you know, people come knocking on the door just like you have action figures in your office? I'm like, yeah, I sure do. And here's why. Because a lot of people have really cool clients, but how many have cool clients that have action figures? Mm -hmm. Right. None. Me. Right. That's who. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's just become a stop on the tour, and, and people That's like awesome. to come in here and you know, gives me something to collect. That's a beautiful office, man. I mean, it's if I if I was a lawyer and I had an office, it'd look very similar to that. That's <laughs> an office, period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. No, That's great. Um, well, I wanted to ask you. Um, you said you had a huge Andre collection. Yes. Now, would you, so I saw that you know they're gonna do that um, million dollar man, Bigfoot, and then eventually down the line they just announced a Princess Bride, uh, McFarlane series. Yep. Would yep. would that be something that you would add to your collection, or are you strictly just no, wrestling I've got them all. for it? You got, I've them, got all. them all. That's there's awesome. already there's already uh, boy, it's either three or four different Andre Bigfoots. Yeah. Um, wow. Super Seven put out one or two. I mean, what was Seven? Oh, I'm just gonna bring up the spreadsheet. We got a spreadsheet <laughs> for the uh, Andre figures as well, so that was a double <laughs> yeah. buying thing. So many. Yeah. Um, but they there there are a number of them. There hasn't been much Princess Bride stuff, which really surprised the heck out of me. Right. Right. Uh, but what little there is, I have. Yeah, there was like a stuffed animal. There's been some kind of small release, like shot glasses, you know, this sort oh, okay. of thing. Yeah. But not really any action. Uh, so the, there's a 1977 Bigfoot uh, that mm -hmm. was kind oh, wow. of the, in the line. It's like Amigo one or something. Yep. And then there's Amigo one. There's a Kenner in 77 put out a drag racing set. So oh, Bigfoot wow. was on a drag racing <laughs> Damn. vehicle. Right. 
And then uh, the $6 million man had a drag racing vehicle. I don't have the whole set because I don't want or need the whole set, but I have the, the Bigfoot and the, yeah. and the motorbike. Nice. Uh, and then let's see. Zika put out one in 2012. Uh, got that one. And then there was another one put out in 2012. Biff Bang Pow, I think was the company. Biff Bang Pow, and, yep. and, it, and it's like furry. Yeah, okay. so it's not like hard plastic. It's got actual fur. So I've, it's yeah, like I've giant Gonzalez fur. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have to bring up GG, my man. Awesome. So yeah, uh, it, it is not limited to just just right, Andre so. and Ring. I, I've kind of gone crazy. That's and cool. Get it. and we, you know it's one of those things. It's like well now I've now I've reached the end of the line. What now? Right. But thankfully <laughs> he's he's kind of evergreen. You know it's there will yeah. always be Andre stuff in production. I have to believe. for sure. Absolutely. Um, and I also wanted to ask you, you said you, you were big on comic books. What were some of the, like your favorite comic books and superheroes, villains, you know, growing up or yeah. and now, um, you know, my all time favorite and it's, it, most people probably think it's weird and it's the original version, but Captain Marvel was for oh, some wow. reason I was drawn to, to Marvel. the Marvel Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, he died and I think that's what intrigued me. I remember getting the original, uh, Marvel cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, series one that came out and they had a, a, a certain section a subset that was all the deceased characters and he was one of them i thought he looked cool as hell and so i think that's what kind of attracted to me to him and i remember going to the local comic book store and they had you know the the shitty beat up versions that were like in the dollar box and there was a yeah. dollar box version of captain marvel and so i remember getting that and i, I was hooked that was it so um I was what I was really bummed about. I was like, well, he's dead and they keep him dead for some stupid reason. Nobody ever stays dead in the comics. This makes no right. sense to me. Um, <laughs> but then they, they revived him as legacy who then became Captain Marvel and Peter David wrote it, but his son, which was kind of his earthly wife and genetic material, you know, comic book sort of description. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I followed that like crazy. And that really got me back into collecting was when they revived Captain Marvel via his son. Uh, so one of my detolfs at home is all the Captain Marvel action. So I've got, oh, as far that. as I know, every Captain Marvel action figure that's ever been. Uh, oh, I, I've damn. got no, I've got no offense to the the female Captain Marvel that I think she's Photon now, uh, Monica Rambo, the yep. African American, uh-huh. or or the current one that they made the movie out of. No offense to them, not not for me. Yeah. <laughs> that's you know, it was no, I'm a Marvel guy and a genius Bell guy, but right. <laughs> that that was it. But I mean, I collected everything. You know, X Men who didn't have the X Men in the late '80s and '90s. Uh, of course, was was super attracted to those and Spider Man and um, Green Lantern was was probably my favorite on the DC side. Yeah, yeah. yeah you sound yeah, like, sound a lot like me. <laughs> I like those obscure <laughs> characters. I, yeah, I, I love the um, Mister Miracle was one of my yeah. favorite DC characters. I know a lot of people haven't heard of him, but um, he's the, the master escape artist. And yeah, those those obscure characters are just so much more interesting than you know. I loved Batman, but it, you know. It, those different ones were always cooler in a way. Right, right. Yeah. And, you know, I Batman was fine, and one of my best friends growing up that was also into comics was a big Batman guy, but I was more of a Robin guy. And they had some spinoff at, at individual Robin mm-hmm. series, you know, with Tim Drake before Murder in the yeah. Family, before he got killed, and all that. And I was just, I thought that was the coolest stuff in the world, the, the re- revitalized, revamped Robin, where he was less of a, you know, sideshow one trick yeah. pony and kind, kind of, of a main event main eventer and kind of a badass yeah. you know hell yeah absolutely. Didn't have superpowers. yeah definitely i was absolutely. always a swamp thing guy he's yeah he's my favorite yeah um so you know being a fan of of wrestling like there's always and, and so, for some not but there's always that point where you know you kind of like fall off for a little while uh did you do that at all um oh yeah and uh yeah so 
I, I suppose a lot of times like that question, you know, or that, that comes up and it kind of like falls into like just before, like when Matt and Brian broke into the, and so like, what was your first introductions to them? Were you watching when they started to, you know, come into the business and, uh, you know, yeah, I you know I had a couple different periods of of lapsed attention in wrestling. Um, you know, one when in high school when girls became more <laughs> more important than anything uh, disappeared for a while. But I remember sitting at home and seeing on CNN because it was nationwide news that oh Hulk Hogan's a bad guy now. What? <laughs> and so that that got me back into it uh, a little bit. But it was almost one of those closeted sort of things like oh, i don't want anybody to know that i watch wrestling right uh, <laughs> and then i got to college and so we're talking 1998 so you know nwo is up and really going yes. and there were other guys at school that were into it and guys that were in my fraternity that were into it so we would have big fraternity events on sunday where it's like all right we're gonna get the pay-per-view we're gonna order a bunch of pizzas whoever wants to come you know show up we'll, we'll hang out and and people on my dorm room floor my freshman year loved it and you know we are in fact we I lived in a building at my college, Rose Holman's the college I went, and it, the the uh, dorm was called Mees M E E S, and every dorm got a budget to make shirts to represent their dorm, and so we got a Mees shirt, and because of us and the nerds, we had an M W L, right? We had oh, the wow. Mees World Order, and it was ah. yellow, it was yellow <laughs> or gold, I guess, and black. <laughs> I love oh man, we, that's hilarious! Yeah, I wish I kept that shirt. I didn't. So but. Mike Dawkins is the original MWO. Yeah, MWO. He's the founder. Eighty-eight. <laughs> you said yeah. it was a, like gold on that, black. It was. It, I mean, I don't think they could print gold very well, sure. so it was sure. yellow. It's yeah. Yellow yeah. Huh. Um, so mm. so I, I watched plenty of wrestling uh, through through college because I had friends and stuff that did it. When I came to law school, uh, I, I went straight through. I didn't work after as an engineer. I knew that I didn't want to be an engineer and I wasn't going to be an engineer. And I had to figure out, am I, am I going to go to college more or am I going to do something with an engineering degree? So that's when I was like, hey, I could become a patent attorney and an intellectual property attorney. So I went to law school and got up here to Toledo and didn't really have any wrestling friends and kind of fell out of it. Yeah, just a little kind of kept kept track of, of wrestling, but not much. And one of my biggest regrets is when uh, WrestleMania was in Detroit. Well, Detroit's 45 minutes away. Right. And I remember looking at like the day before, the day of, I'm looking at Ticketmaster, and there were individual tickets all over the stadium. There weren't a lot, but right. just enough onesie-twosie kind of tickets here and there. I'm like, my God, I should just buy a ticket and go. Yeah. And I didn't. And I hate myself for it Aww. because I doubt <laughs> WrestleMania will be back in Detroit and ever right. be that close to me. Right. Uh, but I, I could have been, should have been there. And if I'd had anybody at all that I knew that was here that was into wrestling, I probably would have. But I didn't yeah. have any any wrestling friends. So Damn. at that point, I was just kind of I dabbled in and out, in and out. And it wasn't until probably, I don't know, 2011, 2012, when I first got back into it seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so then at that time, like, did were you seeing, you know, Zack Ryder? You know, if it was around 2011, you know, that's, you know, right at that height of uh, yep. Z True Long Island story and, yep. you know, Kurt Hawkins and all that. Um, were were you watching them? Were, did you look into Z True Long Island story or any of that? I, di- I didn't look into it. I mean, I certainly remember seeing seeing those guys and, and following, you know, the stories to an extent. Sure. But as, as life does, it's going to sound like more and more excuses, but as life does, we had no. a kid in 2009 and we yeah. had another kid in 2012, right? So the kids kind of became priorities. So, sure. you know, if you, I don't know if you guys have kids or not, but if you do, uh, sleep is a premium. <laughs> sleep, 
sleep is a premium and i have a <laughs> wife and a dog and and thank god that's it yeah. <laughs> i'm single <laughs> well you know I, they're the best thing that ever happened to me but they can be trying right. at times in those sure, early years sure. boy sure, sure the sleep situation is ugly and it, particularly when you're trying to grow a law practice and you know whatever. oh yeah that's uh, so yeah. did i know him yes did i see him yes did i really do my, did I go to shows? No. Was sure, I really right. banging around oh, the internet okay. much? No, not at all. Right, right. But so then you said earlier, um, getting to know them and start to work with them, it basically ended up being through Conrad and yep. and you know the start, basically just shortly after the start of the Major Wrestling Figure podcast. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I don't know. Um. And you did you did I pick up correctly that they were your first wrestling client they they weren't they were matt was probably one of the first i got i have to look back at the timing of it all sure. i i can remember the timing of it all because i remember very distinct things going on in my life but uh <laughs> i remember when i first I, I i told my wife you know she also does not know anything about wrestling doesn't like wrestling doesn't care about wrestling <laughs> uh she 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 doesn't forbid me from from doing any of it uh, if anything she just, she just doesn't want to be part of it <laughs> that's right that's right uh, you know, to her credit, we we have gone to you know the Toledo Mudhens are a Triple A team and the yep. Toledo Walleye are a kind of Double A hockey. Team. And right. they used to have wrestling nights for years in a row, and they would bring old legends. And I'd be like, Oh, oh honey, yeah. I got tickets to the game. We're going with the kids. Yeah, oh, really cool. <laughs> be like, wait, what wrestler's going to be there? <laughs> like, well, yeah. Brutus the Bushwhacker Luke, yeah. <laughs> Jim Duggan, right, Brutus Beefcake, yep. um, Jake the Snake. Yeah. Uh, there's been a few that have come through town. Anyway. That's cool. I would I would drag her and the kids, and you know she she was game for it and go with it. And I remember after we met uh, Hacksaw at the hockey game, we were walking back to our seats, and she's like, "Look, I'll give you this. Wrestling isn't for me at all. I don't care <laughs> about it." But everybody I've ever met was so genuinely kind and appreciative of their fans. She's like, "You know, they're celebrities. They've been on TV. They've been on pay per views. You know, they've made yeah. millions of dollars. They might not have those millions anymore, but they've made right. all this money." But they're so kind and generous to their fans. She's like, I don't yeah. feel like you see that with Major League Baseball players, oh. with actors. Football, anything. Yeah, no. any of that. No. And so she she gives people their due. Like I said, she doesn't like it, but but she <laughs> she can appreciate it for, for what it is. Anyway, yeah. uh, at one point, I, I just had this idea, and I'm like, look, uh, you know, I do. I was primarily doing patent work, so, you know, helping people protect their inventions. Sure. Uh, and, and for a little while, I, I left working for a law firm and went and worked for a company as their in-house patent counsel uh, and came back out from them like, hey, I, this is all great. I've got a great client base. I make a very good living. I, I could be happy with that, but I want to do something else. Like, I, I want to do something that, like, I have passion about. Sure. And, you know, helping somebody protect household products like blenders and things, that's cool and all, but... I'm not passionate about household blenders. Right, right. <laughs> the ninja. <laughs> like, okay, uh, next. <laughs> so I was like, I, I feel like uh, I keep hearing all these stories. And I started listening to podcasts, right? Conrad had Woo Nation and all those sorts of things with Ric Flair and, okay. and stuff with Bruce. And it, it, I was like, you know, I keep hearing these stories about intellectual property. I started looking around online and, man, there's a lot of wrestlers that are getting screwed. Or they, if they're not getting screwed, they just don't know what they don't know. So they're not doing anything with it yet. Right, but WWE really hangs their hat and will tell you they're an intellectual property company. Like they're they're entertainers, but their value is in their intellectual property. Right, and like man, it'd be super cool if I could involve wrestling, which I've loved my whole life, and make that part of my daily job. And she's like, all right, well, how would you do that? <laughs> well, well, I'm just gonna throw a bunch of shit at the wall and see what sticks. She's like, well, what do you mean? So, well, there's local promotions here in Toledo. Like those guys aren't gonna make it to WWE, most likely. I mean, they're 
they're not nobodies. You know what I'm saying? They're small, a small yeah. indie, small city yeah. indie. I'm going to start going there and maybe, maybe I get the firm to sponsor those shows and I get to meet people. I get to meet the promoter and sometimes oh, they neat. bring in legends and, um, and, and then, you know, maybe some of these legends get to know my name and spread it to somebody, maybe to the active guys, who knows it could trickle down. And similarly, there's some regional promoters, one in Fort Wayne. That's not that far away from me. It's like, I'm mm-hmm. going to go there and I'm going to sponsor a table. I'll sponsor, sponsor a wrestler and, you know, go and, and do all that. And so I just started trying all these different things to see if it'd get anywhere. Did some free legal work for some guys. I'm like, they're going to remember. I told them I'm going to do this for free. I'm not going to bill you for this. uh because wow. you're going to be my ambassador and you're going to go and do a show in Nashville. You're going to go do a show in Orlando and somebody's going to have an issue or whatever. And you're going to remember me. That's all that I yeah. ask. And word of mouth. Yeah. yeah. Word of mouth. And, and so then I told my wife the, the real thing, the real way this is going to take off. So this guy does all these wrestling podcasts. His name's Connor. <laughs> And if I can get a hold of him and if I can impress him and get, you know, get in with him, I think I'll be made because he's connected to everybody. And right. it's a very word of mouth business. And I think once I get connected to people, it's going to go wildfire. Yeah. And she's like, all right, you know, give it a try. Let's see what happens. Yeah. So I went to my firm. And again, I told you we're in seven or eight cities. We're, we're a really big firm and sure. went and talked to the managing partner. I said, hey, hear me out before you shit on this. But I, I've got this idea and I want to start sponsoring wrestling shows and doing this, that, and the other. There's a lot of people. It's it's an underrepresented market. And I think that I'm the guy who can get in there because I'm passionate about it. And when they start asking, you know, what what's your, your favorite or worst memory? And I say, man, Shawn Michaels turned on Marty Jannetty and put him through the barbershop window. <laughs> Ruined yeah. my life. And like, <laughs> they'll get that I've watched this stuff. It's not you know, right. it's, uh, uh, Hulk Hogan's the best, uh, you know, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll see that I know what I'm talking about. Right. And, uh, so the firm is like, yeah, why not? You know, it's, it's a you know, few hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars to send you places to travel. Let's go for it. Wow. And it's taken off. So anyway, do you need I'm an late. assistant? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so I'm laying on the couch one night after, after working out and the kids are in bed and the wife's in the shower and I'm cleaned up and I'm, I'm fast forwarding through raw. Cause ain't nobody got time for that. so i'm literally laying on the couch fast forwarding through it and i'm remembering that conrad had set up this thing called starcast and Mm -hmm. i couldn't make it to starcast one because there was a family but it was after starcast one he had already started pitching starcast two in vegas and so i texted him and i was like uh, dm'd him because he keeps his dms open like hey here's who i am we're roughly the same age we grew up on the same stuff i've been a fan since day one of the show with rick the show with bruce uh, I noticed that you haven't protected your brand in StarCast and you haven't protected the brand of your various podcasts. And I think that's something you should consider doing. Uh, I'm not saying you got to use me. I'm not saying you got to hire me. What I'm saying is I'm a friendly voice. And if you're going to use yeah. somebody and you're questioning what they're saying or uh, whatever, and you want to bounce it off somebody who's not on the clock, you know, not on the meter, by all means, right. hit me up. I'd be happy to help, you know, my way of kind of right. giving back. And within 30 seconds, he DM me back. And wow. I, my jaw hit the ground. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> like I was ready to run upstairs and tell my wife, oh, she's still in the right. shower. So I, I DM'd him back and I was like, hey, uh, you know, what's a good email? I'll send you a proposal of my, oh, I'm sorry. He, he sent me a note, I should start there, and mm-hmm. said, well, your timing on this is interesting because I just got some information, numbers from a local guy here in Huntsville uh, just this week. And I'd love to hear what what you think and hear your proposal. I said, what's a good email? I'll email you a proposal. So I got up early the next morning, came into the office, put together a proposal of all the costs and whatever, and what he he could do and what I would recommend doing for for all the different podcasts. And and he emails me back. He's like, this is great. Thanks. I'll be in touch. I didn't hear from him for weeks. And so I emailed him again. Hey, 
you know, I know you got this and just seeing where things are, you know, I'm going to keep trickling this back up to the top of your inbox because, well, that's what I do. You know, being the squeaky wheel will get you some attention sometimes, Absolutely. but I know you're a busy guy and I know it's going to go to the bottom of your inbox. You're going to forget about it. So I'm going to keep putting it to the top <laughs> unless you tell me not to. And if you do, that's fine. I'm not offended. I don't care. Uh, but you showed interest and I'm going to keep following up on that. And he said, thanks, sure. please do. So every couple of weeks I'd hit him with that email. I'd hit him with that email. <laughs> and then finally one day, this is all like September, um, yeah, this is September. And one time, and then he called me in March or April, and was like, "Hey, we need to move on some." Stuff. And that week, I was in touch with. Um, I did all the Starcast stuff and did a bunch of the podcast stuff, but he then put me in touch with Arn Anderson and the Good oh. Brothers and some others. So those were really my first my first wrestling clients. Yeah. I remember all that uh, because I think this is interesting. You guys might think it's stupid. No, but this is this no, is awesome. Yeah. Oh, this I'm is like awesome. so intrigued right now. This is, <laughs> right. This is great. This is <laughs> so this all started in like August, September, right? Well, that um, that Thanksgiving, I was in Chicago at my brother's. We were doing Thanksgiving at his place. And uh, before I really started weightlifting and whatever, I played soccer. And so he played soccer his whole life. So we were doing Thanksgiving soccer. And it's like a beer league. So there's literally like high school teenagers and like 60 year old guys. And you'd go out and you'd play a 10 or 20 minute indoor game and then go have a beer, sit through a game. Then you play another game. Well, anyway, second game we played, um, Johnny Hardass, who thinks he's getting a scholarship that day, clips me from behind and I break my leg. Ooh. So it was the first, it was the first broken bone I'd ever had in my life Shit. at 38 years old. Uh, broke my fibula. I had to have surgery Ooh. and there's a plate in my leg. Whatever. Damn, I, man. I digress. It sucks. You know, my, my wife wasn't too happy about that. <laughs> She's like, so you're done, play, you're done playing soccer, right? Yep. I sure <laughs> Among other retired. things. <laughs> yeah. After, after uh, what, playing soccer for 25 years, I'm officially right. retired. Damn. Um, so anyway, it, it, I was at the doctor getting my final clearance and, and he was like, you know, stand on it. Okay. And he's like, jump on that leg, one leg. And I'm like, okay. And so I jump on it and he's like, did you bring your other shoe? And I'm like, no, just the, the walking boot. I saw crutches. And he's like, well, you need to go home and get a shoe because, you know, you're cleared to walk. And I'm like, awesome. Well, shit, I got to wear the boot in the car. I had hand controls <laughs> on my car so I could drive. Anyway, wow. so I'm driving wow. home before I go back to work to get my other shoe. And I stopped at uh, Speedway to get some gas. So I'm out pumping gas. And I got my phone because I'm you know, dead empty. And I see this email and it says, hey, Dawkins, um, meet my friend Drew. Uh, Drew meet Dawkins. He's a trademark attorney. You know, he'll help you. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I started, I like scrolled down to hit reply all and hit it. And it registered that Drew was his real name mm-hmm. was Luke Gallows. Mm-hmm. And his yeah. email was, you know, it showed up as Luke Gallows. Yeah, yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, oh, oh my God. Like the blood just rushed out of my <laughs> yeah. head. I'm like, oh shit. And I jumped in my car. And, and you're I, standing there with one foot, yeah, uh, one shoe on a foot the pumping your gas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and I jump back in my car and and I you know send the response. I am happy to talk to you. You know, call you whatever. Sure. And uh, so it was the day that I got cleared to to walk like a normal person again. Uh, that, that Man, what a moment too! Like all that right in like the same like yeah. within probably thirty minutes. I mean, that's, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> so then um, he and I ended up talking later that day after I got off work and had come home and picked up pizza for everybody and and uh, the wife and kids are downstairs and and eating pizza and he called. So I go upstairs and we're yeah. talking and. Um, there's a bunch of stuff he wanted to protect. I'm like, yeah, we can do this. And he's like, well, I'm kind of worried about this situation. Can we do it tonight? I said, yeah. And he's like, hey, go ahead and look into my tag team partners. All right. Yeah. So, you know, I brought my computer up and I'm typing it. But yeah, you know, it looks like we can do this, that, and the other for him. He's like, he's going to call you. I'm going to tell him to, uh, uh, you know, we'll, I'll talk to you later. All right, bye. And so boom, <laughs> just like that, uh, Chad or Carl Anderson. Yeah. yeah. And so in that night, I ended up doing, you know, four or five filings, both of those guys and just, <laughs> 
I, I didn't know what to do with myself. I was so excited. Wow. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> I was so I'm confused. excited just hearing this story. It's cool. It was it was awesome. And and yeah. frankly that it worked out. So uh, at that point they are in WWE, correct? Or uh, just out of it or just before it? They are in WWE, but their contracts were coming up soon. Okay. Okay. And they knew that because I guess this would have been March, April-ish, and I think their contracts were up in September. Okay. So they were. Yeah. The way it works um, is a lot of people will hear it's 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 a misunderstanding of WWE contracts. So people will say, "Oh, this person was released. They've got a ninety-day non-compete." And so people, fans and other people, are saying, "Oh my gosh, you know, it's so it's bullshit that WWE does this and makes them sign this and wait ninety days." So it's not actually what happens. It isn't that WWE releases them from their contract and then makes them sign a non-compete. What it is is the WWE has to give them ninety days notice that we are going to terminate your contract. Oh, so during that ninety okay. days, they are still under contract. They are still right. WWE. They're not employees. They can still bring them in if they want. Because I know yeah, they. I all, remember all they the did right that days. with Heath. They did that with Heath. That's I remember. Right. Like a raw, like he was on raw, like one, like oh, a yeah, week well, before he was, he was like on impact. impact. Yeah, yes. I remember. Yeah, that's right. So they can yeah. do that. And back in the day, okay. they used to, right? They'd have you do jobs on your way out of town and help put people over, and they'd mm-hmm. say, "Great, you know, that's that's part of doing yeah. doing business." Is I'm going to get buried, and that's fine. Uh, but they're not actually released, right? That's still you're under contract. You're getting paid pursuant to the terms of the contract. But on this day, whatever that 90th day is, right. your contract is done, and you're out. So people think it's a, a release, a non a non compete, and then a severance. It's not. It's just their contract. Like no, yeah, you're still just working it just for it them sounds for that way. Yes, yeah. because what it's, they're doing, it's not 25 years ago, 30 years ago, where they keep working you and burying you and having you do house show nonsense. They just right. say stay home. Yeah, yeah. You know, we don't want the cancer. We don't pe- people talking. It, it, they're not really being a cancer. They're just being normal human beings. Right. Like, right. I'm losing my right. dream job, kind of thing. But yeah, they sure. they uh, go out and do their thing. Uh, it, they, they could go out and do their thing and WWE doesn't work, right? So they just right. say, go home, we'll pay you. We'll pay yeah. you until that 90th day and then, you know, you're on your own, you're free to go. The, yeah. the contracts also have a provision, <coughs> excuse me, that says if um, if we fire you, so if you get let go for cause, so mm-hmm. a legal thing, a drug thing, uh, whatever, yeah. it triggers a one-year non-compete. Oh, wow. So I have talked to a number of guys and be like, hey, you got a pro wrestling tea store? They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've got a number of shirts. I'm like, you know that breaches your contract, right? And they're like, what? Like, yeah, you're not allowed to sell your own stuff. Yeah. And WWE hasn't done it, but they could if they want to be spiteful. And I think they we can all know they can be yeah. spiteful. They sure. could fire you and trigger a one-year non-compete. Oh, I'm pulling it down tonight. Good. Yeah. That's, we're on the right. same page then. You should, you should go ahead and do that. <laughs> uh, so that's the very long way of answering your question of, yes, they were still with WWE at the time, but their contract they knew was coming up soon. No, and they right. they you know, weren't sure what was going to happen. This is a thing that a lot of people, um, you know, uh, fans learn a lot about the interworkings of wrestling or just the entertainment industry and you know, it's it's neat to hear you know what officially um, kind of goes on. So yeah, I, I, this is all really neat stuff to hear for sure. Um, yeah, it, but you know, getting in touch with those guys, they started introducing me to people, and Conrad, mm-hmm. of course, is, even today to this day introduces me to people. And the timing of me getting into it and starting to take off was amazing because AW became a thing. And right, and, and, AW, and yeah, I was gonna say like you know, just looking at you know some of your pictures and and you know stuff, it's like. You've got a lot of AEW roster, you know. It's yeah. like I started yeah. to write them down. I'm just like, it's it's AEW, yeah. <laughs> you know. Like you've got Billy Gunn and his sons, and you know yep. Lance Archer and FTR, you know the Revival, and like, uh, yeah, that's um, that's it's really cool. 
It uh, is. That, it is that you could you could their roster, AW's roster with dark and everything is mm-hmm. pretty substantial. Uh, but if you went down kind of the main roster, it's probably more than half. Mm. Wow. Of of the roster, I've That's I've helped awesome. with. It's not Damn. just intellectual property. It's not just trademarks. A lot of times, sure. it's helping form LLCs or wills and trusts and sure. you know outside business ventures they get into. I've negotiated any number of contracts with the wrestling companies, or in some instances, uh, helped negotiate contracts for action figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, there's there's been any number of you know different side things, not just like I said, not just uh, uh-huh. protecting trademark. Sure. Well, I, I need to I hit wanted... you up. I need to uh, I need to get a will set up, and I need a uh, action figure as well. So we got <laughs> to talk, my man. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to ask, um, you know, like say like someone like Bray Wyatt, you know, he comes in and he creates the Fiend, a new character. Um, at that point, since he works for WWE, would he automat would would WWE automatically own? The yep. rights to the fee. Okay, I didn't yeah. know if it was like in a contract thing or okay. It's a, it's a contract thing, and WWE's contracts um, they are as one sided as you can imagine that they are. They're you know they will tell you because they get sued all the time about oh well um, you know this person wants to sue because they are saying they're an employee, but their contract says that they're a contractor. And I've looked into this, okay. and and Conrad asked me to, and I'm, I'm happy to do it. I do a, a monthly ad free shows kind of podcast called Wrestling oh, with the Law. I was going to bring that up too. Yeah, <laughs> and so I, I try to find uh, interesting topics, or in some instances, it's just a topic that I thought was interesting and I want to know more about. And so now I've got an excuse to have to take the time uh, to do the research. But uh, one of them was about the independent contractor debate. What are they really independent contractors or not? And if you look at the IRS regulations and the IRS website, the IRS says, I don't care what you call yourself. You know, you can call yourself Elmo, but if Elmo <laughs> gets treated like an employee, you're you're an employee. Mm. And so they're, they're saying, the IRS has said, we don't care if you're an independent, you say you're an independent contractor. If you're being treated like an employee, you're an employee and we're going to tax accordingly. Well, they've got a 20 point test and I did it as objectively as I possibly could with WWE's favor as best I could. And I found that 17 of the 20 showed that wrestlers were employees of not independent. And three would lean towards independent contract. Yeah. Well, when people have challenged them in court, and it's been a while since anybody's done it, but when people have done it hmm. in court, what they hammer and point out is you entered into a contract where you agreed that you're an independent. And by the way, their contracts, they have to be, if they sue, you have to do it in Connecticut. So you're doing it where Linda mm-hmm. has connections and Vince has connections and where WWE pays a pile of tax money to the state. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, presumably, if they're not ducking at all. Uh, and I say that not judging WWE, but corporations no, sure. in general. Sure. Uh, but the, they, they, that part I've read the, the cases and, and the, the litigation where WWE's attorneys say these contracts were freely entered and freely negotiated. And that is the biggest lie I have ever read in my life. There is no free <laughs> negotiation. No one goes to WWE and says, hey, um, I'm going to be an employee. That's not going to happen. They'll say, here's your walking papers get out. yeah right. nobody <laughs> says uh i'm gonna own all the intellectual property of anything i create they're gonna say get to packing now if you're right. aj styles and you come in and you've got an established brand and you're known worldwide because you've been at new you've been with yeah. impact you've been with the he ring he's in ring of honor too at some mm-hmm. point right yeah it, everywhere he's been they're gonna say yeah you're right you own that but anything new that gets created we're gonna own it. so they're gotcha. not really freely negotiated contracts not even a little bit Nevertheless, they've won because that's kind of been the, the basis in which they've stood. And because the people that probably have the money and the wherewithal to challenge it are you know, your top paid guys. And why are they going to bite the hand that feels right? They're not going right. to totally. fight it. Uh, but WWE contracts say 
if we create it uh, or it was created while we're here. And by it, I mean a name. I mean color combination. I mean hand gestures, slogans, the name right. of finishing move, all these wow. things. Well, I mean, That's even it. Matt, you know, he's very transparent about things. And he even said he's like, they gave me a list like – don't <laughs> say take care spike your hair no more woo woos you you know he had to yep. rename all of his moves yep you know yeah. so uh, yeah. and i'm sure you went over all of that with him that, that, i remember in one of our first calls uh in conversations matt was like look zach I, he, he says this on the podcast i'm sure he said it to you guys zach Ryder's dead i don't ever want to be zach mm-hmm. Ryder again yeah. not even right. be zach Ryder again woo woo woos right. in the past or whatever but right. there were things that he was looking at related to the Zack Ryder character that he was like, well, what about this? What about that? What about internet champion? And, mm-hmm. you know, I told him like, well, do they list it? And I don't think they listed it. And I'm like, look, if they want to, they can make a big deal out of this. And, you know, they are who they are and you got to s- figure out what hill you want to die on. We can try right. it mm-hmm. and see what happens. And, you know, if we get it, we get it. If we don't, then I wouldn't fight it. And by God, they didn't do anything about it. And so, yeah. Went right he's through. So he owns the, the registration champion. for the internet That's champion, right. and he's got the belts. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that one worked out. But if he tried to do Zack Ryder, if he tried oh, to get woo, sure. woo woo, not a chance. They would bury yeah. it in a second. Is he and one of? Up. Is he right. one of like the most incessant uh, clients that you have of like getting things trademarked or? <laughs> and maybe again, it's just because he's so transparent, you know, and and he talks about a lot of the stuff on the podcast or like. We were actually all there when you handed him yeah live eight the, uh, yeah a yeah. live well yeah. yeah we were at live eight but at live seven you gave him the oh, yeah. uh, it was both I did both seven yeah. we're talking about Oshkosh yep yep yes, yes. Yep. we were all yeah. there when you handed yeah. him the uh, uh, stomp in paradise yep I think was when that one was yeah there was, there was I think there were two that I gave him I, that I think day. I don't remember yeah, what I, the other was was it eight eight I gave him thousand dollar Broski and then yes I had never oh, given him the uh, major wrestling figure podcast certificate. And he's like, well, we don't even have that register. I'm like, yeah, you do. And he's like, well, I never got that. I'm like, well, I'd never met you. <laughs> at the time, at the time <laughs> yeah, I only ever talked I to him. And, yeah, right. I think we were there for all of that. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. That, I brought that one to eight. I brought that one yeah. to Baltimore. Okay. Yep. Uh, and I've got a couple. Uh, <laughs> let's see. about that one? Let him breathe. Oh, let yeah. him breathe. Uh, I think there might be a couple more for, for them. Oh, yeah. FWF. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a few more, but those so, are the ones that are sitting right on top. So when um, you know you get that done as FWF, does that count as FWF and Figure Wrestling Federation? The different things, two and, different and things, two different things. Yeah. Wow. So the way trademark work when you when you file it with the trademark office, you get exactly what you filed for. So you know if you add an ing or an s or change the s to a z or you add the that in the eyes of the trademark office is a different thing. So wow. acronyms particular, very different thing. Now, in in reality, in enforcement of the, the trademarks, you know, if, if I'm a gimmick attorney and somebody comes along and they start calling themselves the gimmick attorneys with an S, that's infringement. They're infringing huh. my yeah. trademark, right? Changing small things isn't going to be enough. Misspelling things that are phonetically the same, legally the same. So hmm. acronyms, you're not covered, but very similar marks. You're, you're. Wow. How much does it cost to trademark Major World Order? By the way, I practice what I preach. Yeah, that's right. Look at that. <laughs> I love it. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, so Major World Order, it, it, the cost is by and large the same, and it for everybody, yeah. and it's um, it's flat fee kind of stuff. So it's not okay. like, hey, I'm going to start billing by the hour. It's like it's going to cost you. X. 
Right. And this is, you know, what you can expect for, okay. for all of my wrestling clients. And it's one of the things that wrestling related, that would include you guys, um, that I, I do the trademark searching for free. Mm, and it's okay. kind of my way of giving back because what you well, we can do, afford that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but before you adopt a trademark, you know it's important yeah. to I, I tell clients think of it as an insurance policy. Let's make sure, sure that you can use this before you start printing T-shirts and doing mm. a website. Right. And, you know, in some instances, quite literally painting vans, yeah. printing all these materials because that would be really expensive to have somebody come knock knock knock. Hey, guess you're what? Infringing, yep. Destroy it. <laughs> Right. Uh, so, you know, do that kind of stuff. So for, for all my wrestling clients, I do a lot for, for free. It's my way of giving back, wow. you know, trying to kind of contribute. But, you know, those searches are 600 to to $1,000, right? But it's yeah. my time. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Uh, so generally after that, I would say the expense will largely depend on what the search shows, whether right. or not we think there's going to be a conflict or what conflict there might be. Right. Uh, and and if there's any rejections or not. So it could be an, another, you know, that's free. But fifteen hundred to twenty five hundred dollars over a year, year you. and a half. But it could be half that, and, right. and a big portion of that cost is the government filing fees. So when you file, you file to protect certain classes of goods or services. Right. So for ninety percent of the wrestlers, I'm protecting um, entertainment services, which is going to be your wrestling, your live appearances, personal appearances, interviews, that kind of thing, uh, and then also clothing because that's what they move the most. Of. But yeah, then right. you got guys like Matt and Brian who are like, hey, we need you know scratch that figure itch and we need it for. Um, action figures because what if Hasbro mm-hmm. or Mattel or somebody tries to pick up that and start slapping it on their figures we don't want right them. yeah and stomp I think was one we did for action figures as well so yeah. when it comes to wrestling if, if you just look at WWE's filings they cover a million different things but they're WWE yeah. right they're they're billionaires so paying a government filing fee of $250 for 15 different classes 250 each they yeah. can do that normal people can't do that Okay. Um, so it depends on class, right? The more classes you add, wow. the more things you want to protect, the more expensive yeah. it's going to be. So for you guys, I would say same with wrestlers. If you were going to do two classes, it would probably be entertainment services related to podcasts um, and and t-shirts and things, but probably just yeah. the, the podcast one. Yeah. The big one. Yeah, I was just I was kind of half joking, but in the same sense, half serious because we are, you know, obviously in the future planning on expanding a little bit and, you know, uh, doing a few other things. We have some ideas we want to do but uh yeah, of course i think i think um you know maybe one day when we get all our p's and q's lined up we can uh maybe have a little meeting with you and yeah. uh you know kind of go over some things I'd, yeah absolutely we can cross the t's and <laughs> dot the, the lower, lower lowercase j's <laughs> and then uh quickly just an update the ring is at six thousand nine hundred twenty. Oh, it might it yeah. might hit it's by the end of this show by the end of this episode Holy <laughs> all right we're all right mike you're you're staying in for the long haul no matter what we're, we're staying on until this motherfucker goes <laughs> it's already jumped up it's already He's gonna up. Be Damn. Since. yeah i just purchased the rest i gotta go guys 931 yeah. <laughs> 6 wow, 931 incredible. yeah he's still got to drive home he's at his office it's <laughs> not the end of the world <laughs> yeah we do appreciate you uh you know going to your office for this i mean oh, unfortunately sure. our our fans at this point right now cannot see this but we can and uh it's man it's so cool well, like, it's, you want me to give you a run through who's awesome. back there absolutely yeah. Yeah, there. yes really cool. hell yeah or as steve awesome would say oh hell yeah so we'll start <laughs> we'll start up here and work our way down on this first one yeah. so right. uh, that's ruby riot Ooh. and uh well but this Ooh. one's sad luke harper um, uh, he he had damn. reached out to no actually i reached out to him 
um, I had a buddy text me. I, <laughs> I always remember where I am when these things happen. I was at a friend's house yeah. playing euchre and drinking and hanging out. Uh-huh. And um, so my text me and said, hey, did you – it just made the news that um, Luke Harper had filed for Brody Lee. Is that yeah. you? And I said, no, actually, that's not me. Well, that stinks. Uh, said, I looked it up because I'm curious yeah. and a nerd. Sure. And I'd seen that he put all his personal information in the application. So I knew he had a kid, and there's a phone number and an email and an address. And I'm like, right. oh, doctor. So I get in. I, I text him. I'm like, look, you don't know me. Here's who I am. Here's my bio. Uh, just so you know, this is all publicly available. I've, I'm a dad. I've got kids. I'm not famous. So people know where I live. So be right. it. But you are there's ways to hide that and I'd be happy to help you do that or whatever. Yeah. He, he texted me back. I remember his text back was, how'd you get this number? <laughs> and I screen grabbed well, it. Well, I kind of just told you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I screen grabbed it where he did. It. I said, this is what you filed as part of the application. He's like, Oh man. So a few minutes later I get another text from him. He said, yeah, can you help me with that? I said, yes, I'll do it tonight wow. and I'll take care of it. Well, then fast forward another hour or so later, Conrad texts me and Conrad, who's now one of my good friends. I don't know if I mentioned yeah. that he started out as a stranger. <laughs> And became a client, yeah. and now he's one of my best friends. Yeah, I went to Vegas with him last month for his 40th. Oh, can I go with you guys sometime? It's <laughs> a, a wild ride, man. Um, That's fine. <laughs> but Conrad texts me back and says, yeah. um, hey, just so you know, and it was a screen grab, and it was it was um, you know Brody reaching out to him and said, hey, do you know this Mike Dawkins guy? And Conrad wrote back and said, yeah, he's one of my good friends. He knows my family. He stays yeah. in my house. Good dude. He's like, why? What's up? And he said, he's saving me from screwing something up. Yeah, is what is what he he said. Wow. That's what John said back to him. I'm throwing out all three of his names. What but what John yeah. said back. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And so I knew he'd been sick, and I knew all that happened. And mm-hmm. three days before he died, Brody Lee got ready, and I got wow. the certificate in the mail. And so I I took that one hard. Like I didn't yeah, know him. Damn. I didn't meet him in person, but it's sure. was working with oh. and somebody you know. No, it's it was. Super I think it. Sad. Yeah, I mean, it hurt a lot of like you know yeah. personal stuff. You know, like he's. He's one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. And, like, you know, my wife gives me a hard time all the time. Like, I don't cry for anything. Yeah. I, I, I cried, like, you know, during his AEW special, yeah. you know. So I get oh, it, you know. Yeah. Like, what a – never knew so, him, but he just a, seemed like such a special guy. Genuinely kind person. Yeah. And, and really loved his friends. So, anyway. A gentle giant. I mean, yeah. And really? so I had I got that framed and mailed yeah. to my wife. I had met his wife and had talked to her online. I'm like, hey, there's something you probably want or want to have. Yeah, uh, I'm going to send it to you. Yeah. So anyway, back to happier times. Uh, so Ruby, uh, Luke, I've been talking to Rowan. Haven't locked him up yet, but it's going to okay. happen. It's inevitable. So I went ahead and got Rowan in there. Cool. Uh, Jericho. Oh, there's wow. uh, Hawkins, AJ Styles, uh, the original green card, Billy Gunn signed there. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Arn Anderson and Rocky Romero. And if you want to let that Billy breathe and send it to me, let me know. <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't give it to him. And uh, Santana of Santana and Ortiz fame. Yeah. Uh, wow. Taz, MJF. Wow. Uh, Christian Cage. Damn. Uh, that's a bubbly Jericho, but yeah, yeah. him too. Joey uh, Janela, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. Uh, Ooh, Matt sent J. me one of the one of the first uh, major wrestling figure podcasts, the belt shirt combo. Oh yeah. Okay. yeah, yep. And it's one of the unnumbered ones. It's one of the zero yep. zero zero. Oh yeah. And he sent it to nice. me with a note. And he was like, "Don't ever sell this. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. No problem. Not, not planning on it." Uh, and it's signed by all three of them. Uh, then uh-huh. Zach's retro. Uh, I got an Edge Heads ones just because I try not to double up. But right. um, when they did that, I'd already gotten the yeah Matt retro. And I'd already gotten the Hawkins. And like ah, yeah. I got it. That's do cool this. as hell. Hell yeah. Uh, Chelsea, of course. Um, yeah. Trent now 
uh, Trent. Well, yeah. I got him. So when he was with WWE, he went by Trent Beretta. Yes. Right. And he was like, do you think I can get that back? I said, well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how much they'll object or what you signed or, you know, whatever. So, but I'll make you this deal. Let's try it. And yeah. if they object and they throw a big fit, I'll, I won't bill you any of my time. You'll have paid your government filing fee. I can't do anything about that, but I won't charge you anything. When it gets to the point where they haven't done anything about it and it's going to register, that's when I'll bill you my time. He said, deal. Well, I got paid because yeah. he, he owns Trent Beretta now. So, yeah. Oh, that's you know, awesome. There are those rare for that. exceptions, but I, yeah. I almost wonder if it's one that like WWE just kind of goes like it's almost an afterthought. Like, Correct. What's Trent Beretta going to do type of and, thing? Right. Not, not the guy, but the name. Yeah. Right. That and and I think that uh, quite honestly, you know, I've dealt with a lot of their legal people. I don't know that they're necessarily wrestling fans. So right. you know, of course they know Hulk Hogan and Randy sure. Savage and hmm. John Cena. Everybody, but yeah, do they yeah. really know a guy that was in NXT for a couple years, ten years ago? Yeah, right. I don't. I don't know right. what they do. So, but rest assured, they monitor everything that comes forward that is wrestling related. They're not just looking at their own stuff. They get right. notice of that anyway. For so sure. Trent, uh, Brian Cage. That is uh, a Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who's not a client, but it's a Hacksaw VHS. And the reason I have it is because it was the first video that Tony Schiavone produced for WWE in the year. Oh, wow. So Tony signed that. Uh, wow. Tony doesn't have an action figure yet. And Tony's a client. Mm. Oh. Tony is a client. Oh, <laughs> breaking uh, news here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, they, they, I don't know how breaking it is. They pretty much scan everybody that right. goes yeah. in. And he's yeah. been scanned. So, sure. We're at nine, um, nine till the, the ring. Nine, nine? Doink. so it's six or sixty nine nine ninety one nine nine one. It jumped oh, like shit. nineteen in like two or like All ten right. in like two seconds. I'm Next almost realized they had less than three hours to get. Yeah, there. it's oh. at nine nine three now. Well, if they're so. in a different time zone too, it might be. Well, no, it wouldn't be different. No, no. I don't know. I see. This is why I need need a lawyer and a calculator because I, I <laughs> and a watch because. <laughs> 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 uh, so in this bottom row, I have well, it's Ty Dillinger because there hasn't been a Sean Spears one yet, but yeah, uh, right. Sean Spears soon, client. Soon. Yeah, uh, what is? The, have they announced one? No, but no, I, I feel but like he's due. Happen, so. Yeah, uh, but anyway, so Sean Spears, brother love. I love you over here. I used to see him all the time in Connecticut. <laughs> I live in Connecticut, so I, I used to work in Stanford, right by the headquarters, and oh, okay. and he used to come in with his uh, his daughter worked for Amber. Oh, she used right to work for me for a little while. That's awesome. Uh, over here we have FTR. It was the revival at the time. But the, I've yeah. got the uh, FTR. I, I got both Dax and Cash their names. Yes. Nice. So when I finally get those in the mail, whenever Ringside decides to send them to me. Oh, 69. We got it's one more to go. Happening within the next five minutes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Damien Sandow. Um, oh, wow. Jordan Grace, Tito Santana, The Good Brothers, Cody, Eric Bischoff, Lance Hoyt, Mox, yeah. Smart Mark in his uh, brawler. Yeah. Yep. Um, Emma and oh, wow. Baron Corbin and um, Peyton Royce. Wow. So, what a lineup. And I've got probably half a dozen wow. or a dozen at home that I just haven't had them sign, that person sure. sign yet. Yeah. But that's, that's what's all sitting at the office. Damn. That yeah, is that's, uh, that's quite that's a, a hell of a list right there, yeah, man. Yeah, impressive. I mean. <laughs> and congrats. You know, it's, yeah, it's yeah. so cool to think that, like, this journey in your life has really only been going, like, two, three years. Two and a half years, yeah. Yeah. And it's so, doing it, something you love, like, you're passionate about. Like, it's not, yeah, you didn't just, like, do the engineering just because. Yeah. You know, you, you went and you did something that you love. And, like, that yeah. makes it even better. 
it's it i've i've been it, you know it's it's sometimes it's luck sometimes it's preparation you know sometimes yeah. it's right place right time it's it's mm-hmm. a combination of all those call it know? and luck call it karma <laughs> karma Sorry, i mean ghost, and ghost another another <laughs> another cool thing is like you've had so many moments that have happened um you know, in like in your personal life and with wrestlers at the same time, yeah. And you have those memories of that, and like every time you look at your um, uh, new generation ring when you get it, you're going to remember the MWO. <laughs> I am, because, especially <laughs> that Doik figure, because you know it it's like it happened while you were live on air with us. So <laughs> it's at really seven thousand thirty-three yeah. right now. Is oh, it's it's woo! We hit it. it seven thousand thirty-three. Woo! We hit it. We're gonna get those skirts. Any hell yeah, yeah, no doubt. I also awesome. keep in my office uh, some of the pictures you saw. I got a binder, got stickers, oh. but. Uh, it's just something that somebody had suggested to me. Like, you know, you should, you've got these certificates and you're giving them to people. Like, you should get pictures. Yeah. So that's when I started oh, taking pictures. Dude, I love that's that. cool. Oh, is that JR? That was JR. Let's yeah. See. So that's Gallows, right? Yeah. Gallows yeah. there. Damn. And was uh, that? Austin Gunn. Yep. One of the I've, I've got a, just that, a handful. Man, that is so cool. Joey wow. and, and uh, Cash. Anyway. So. No, the, wow, the cool thing awesome. too about this is that you, um, a lot of times or all the time, I don't know, like you present certificates to certificates to them in person. Like it's like we talked, you know, we we saw you in live, you know, yeah, live seven it's and seven. live eight, and, and you know, so like I suppose maybe you know having half the AEW roster, you probably just take a whole bunch of certificates with you and just like start handing them out at yeah, an event, but. Um, <laughs> How often do you travel to like present this to you, and like how big of a deal is it to you to do it face to face as opposed to just mailing it to them? Uh, you know, it's uh, I try to as often as I can. You know, again, having a, a right. family and, and younger kids, I try yeah. to do things that are close to home. So I've got both my brothers live in Chicago, so it's easy for me to go see my brothers, hang out, have dinner, and then hop up two hours to Oshkosh. Yeah, right. that's that was an easy drive, right? That just made sense to do that because I got to knock yeah. out some family time. But then I wanted to to see Matt and, and Brian and those guys in person and right. give them those. And it was all about timing, right? And they're yeah. both more same thing. A bunch of my clients are going to be there, uh, so it just made sense for me to go. Yeah. And, and I knew that Jeff Jarrett was going to be there, and I hadn't met him in person, but he was brought into Conrad's fold. Yep. And and yeah. Conrad was like, "Hey, you know, we're going to do the live show. You know, I think you can help out too. Absolutely, of course." Yeah. So. It's all really a matter of, of convenience, and and yeah. we've got an office. So my firm is the largest in Toledo, but we're also the largest in Tampa. And so getting down to the Tampa office um, is easy and something I <laughs> do with some frequency. You're, you're clo- Tampa is really close to me. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm I'm only about an hour away. So oh, okay. Uh, let's meet so, for lunch one day. Yeah, hell yeah, I'd love to. Uh, so going. Down to- I got a new best friend. <laughs> sorry, John. Sorry, John Gravina. Sorry, Lapula. <laughs> So going down to Tampa, then Saratoga is not that far. So I can hop around and do both. Hell yeah. And, and um, yeah, or I said Sarasota. That's where other office is. Jacksonville. Oh, uh, I'm, even, Jacksonville. I'm even closer to Sarasota. <laughs> you get an office there, too. It's only 45 minutes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's really just it, I kind of I've got a giant pile of trademark registration sitting here just waiting for the next show, which will probably be wow. Chicago that I'll go to. Yeah. I'll nice. see a bunch of people like this one, for example. Not met him in person yet, but El Idolo. Oh, oh, wow. So Andrade, Andrade, awesome. and yeah. I do stuff yeah. for for Charlotte as well. El um, idolo. So those Damn. are the ones that I'll I'll hand it. So is it a big deal to me? Yeah, I, you know I want it, it, it. It's a big deal to me 
and, and I think to a lot of these guys because there's been a number of times where somebody was told you're not going to be able to do that, and they right. pulled me aside. Now, nah, Mike, what do you think? Am I going to be able to do that? Absolutely. Boy, you said that really quick. And I'm like, well, because I know what I'm talking about. Right. right. I don't know who you talk to, and I'm not here to disparage anybody, but they're an idiot. So right. <laughs> that's just wrong. And I think that I yeah. can get that done. Well, I'd like to try that. Okay, let's do it. So, for example, uh, Joey Janela was told, you're not going to be able to get in the bad boy because Puff Daddy and all these people, all this, you know, bad boy oh, records and all this yeah. is going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be Well, let's try it. And yeah. he's he now owns the bad boy, right? Because yeah. I got it for him. Um, you know, Cody goes by Cody Rhodes now. Right. I did that. And oh, that, wow. that's wow. one of the coolest things I've ever done in my career. Yeah. I wish I could tell you all the details about it. Uh, I can't. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 and I remember like when, you know, AEW was first coming out, it was Cody with Brandy Rhodes. Yeah, you know, Cody they had to put, Brandy yeah, Rhodes. yeah, 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 yeah. So it was, they made it seem like that. I'm like, oh, and I knew what they were doing, you know, because then when Cody was just by himself, it was just Cody. Cody. You know, no, like, same yeah. thing with like Cody who? <laughs> you know? Right. That's yeah. that's another one. That so Cody and uh, getting Rhodes and Damn. Kip going by Billy Gunn. I was involved, uh, not just involved, like I did not toot my own horn, but I made those things happen. Uh, but just by yeah, there's nothing I, wrong with being proud. I, I had you the, did it. Yeah, You're I the did. man. I did. You are I had the, the fucking uh, man. <laughs> I had facts and I had investigation and things on my side that yeah. made it possible. That's right. really what it came down to. And and I at that point was enough of a player that. Uh, WWE knew of me and like, okay, sure. you know, he, he's not some fly by night ambulance chaser. This guy knows yeah. what he's talking. He's a trademark lawyer. He knows what he's talking about and he can push buttons, you know, so I've been a yeah. thorn on their side. They're not always difficult to deal with. In fact, sometimes sure. they're pleasant to deal with yeah. and, and Cody getting roads back. That was not an unpleasant thing. It was really cool how that all worked out. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, but it's just, I was, you know, like I said, right place, right time, knew the right people, pushed the right yeah. buttons. And I was super proud of those. So, Handing Cody the Cody Rhodes registration is one of the oh, coolest wow. things I've ever got. I bet. I, 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 he was standing outside. He was walking his dog outside the hotel. Dustin was standing there like, hey, Dustin, what's going on? Oh, Mike, see you. And you know, whatever. And I was like, <laughs> boom. And actually, I was already in Jacksonville, and I'd already left uh, the office. I'd left Toledo and was down there. And my secretary texts me, and she says, hey, this came in the mail. And texts me a picture of Cody Rhodes. I'm like, God damn it. I'm already down here. I said, <laughs> overnight it to me. I want to hand yeah. it to him. So right. she immediately went. It was like at the end of the day, went and found somebody who could take it to the post office and overnighted it to me. It's so like get it the next day, so I can yeah. hand it to Cody. Wow, that's great. I, I almost bet that literally brought a tear to his eye. I mean, I, I can only imagine how emotional he he was getting that. You know, just to he was he was very happy, uh, yeah, and very proud and pleased to have it. I'm back. sure. And Damn. the night, um, the night that he got the news, I guess it was. I'm trying to remember how the order of things. I feel like it was a dynamite on Wednesday. I got down there Thursday, which a certificate arrived, and it got overnighted to me on Friday, and then there was a pay-per-view. I think it's how mm. it went. And that Wednesday, we had gotten the news that it was a done deal. Okay. No, I'm messing up the timing because they don't issue the certificates that soon. Probably two months before that uh, is when it got everything was done. It was it was going to be his. We got notification that the trademark office was going to send it's authorized. And I texted him, Hey, just so you know, you've got a number. This is yours. I'll give this to you when I get it. Cool. That night at dynamite, after the camera went off, he got in the ring and a bunch of people recorded it and ended up making it on social, which he didn't want or intend, but I think he knew it was going to happen that, but he got up there and he's like, Hey, I just found out from here on out, I'm going to be 
Cody Rhodes or something like it feels yeah. damn good to be a Rhodes again or something like yeah. that. The crowd just popped like I crazy. just popped. Yeah. I had two or three <laughs> friends in the crowd and they were videoing it and they sent it to me and wow, I was sitting okay. at home and I'm not going to lie. I got a little misty. I'm like, that Hell is yeah, cool as shit. Damn, and then I was a part of and like, like nobody's ever going to know about it. And that's cool. Like it's not cool. I was right. like, I want people to know I did this, but I understand why it came. <laughs> right. I will be satisfied oh, knowing dude. that I was involved. The very next week, he went on the podcast with um, Aubrey and Tony Shivani, mm. yeah. and they were talking about yep. it, and they were talking I about mean. me. So he told <laughs> as much of the story as he could and mentioned right. my name, and I'm like, oh, hell yeah. That, all right, I, I, I can talk about it, at least to that extent, because he's already yeah. talked about it. Right. Sure. Uh, so that was one of the definitely one of the cooler Damn. things I've ever done. That wow. That's incredible. So aw- I mean, I just I, I have to thank you again for coming on here. This yeah. has been such an educational and informative and fun like just a different view of everything like this is like one of the one of my favorite podcasts that we've recorded ow take a shot we have (laughs) recorded so far you know it's just it's really cool to get like your aspect on everything and let's like like i said a different view of it and it's this is just so interesting to me i'm like i'm I'm literally literally in awe right now it's just it's it's very cool well, I'm sure I'll see yeah. you guys at uh, at future live events at, and whatever. At lunch, you, you bet. You better yeah, take lunch. me to lunch. That's right. And, <laughs> are you, are you I, and I don't. I don't want no white cast. I want some red lobster, baby. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I have. Uh, I, people tell me all the time. Uh, you know that for women, you have like a resting bitch face, right? And for for guys, <laughs> I don't know a wrestling jer- uh, resting jerk face or whatever. But right, RJF. Oh man, you're you're really intimidating. I'm like I am. I'm just a, right. I'm a nerd. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. A buff nerd. (laughs) You know, you got to do something with what free time you have. Might as well live. Right. Uh, Hell yeah, man. um, uh, You know, if you see me out, just because I have a face that looks like I'm angry, I'm not. (laughs) It's just a face. (laughs) You know, I think, you know, especially in Oshkosh, I I think he talked, you know, briefly. Like, you know, we're all doing different things, but I, you know, I think. We introduced ourselves and said hi yeah. and stuff. No, I, I remember because uh, yeah. I, Billy, I think you're like, oh my god, that's that's Mike Dawkins. That's yeah. you know their attorney. And I was yeah. like, oh shit, it is because you were handing them the certificates. And I was like, oh yeah. shit. And then we, I think we came over right after that, kind of yeah. talked just, just for a brief hi, second. But you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was cool. But no, I mean seriously, I mean if you literally want to do lunch, I'd love to do it. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Anytime you're down here, hit me up for sure. I, some and, of uh, my uh, some of my associates down there. Um, you know, I like to go out and have a beer and have a good time. They're like, oh, me too, man. It's been a long time since you've been down here, Mike. You need to come down here. We need to hang That's out. Right. I'm like, At, all right, we'll yeah. see what we can I'll, do. Well, I'll Mike, it's been a long time since you've been down here. You need to come down and have a beer with the big Jake Boski. I like it. First like first it. round's on me, baby. Do you, do you want to go to Super Gabby's? Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> see, what he's in. Yeah. All right. What? I've, okay. I've talked to him very briefly once or oh. twice before. Like I've talked to him character. way too many times. <laughs> did, you, did you try? Did you try to trademark Super Gabby? Uh, no, but you know Zombie is a client. You know Ooh. I was assuming Ooh. so. Interesting. And, and you know, like w- one thing to bring up real quick too. Um, with uh, you said, you know, like one of those first early memories was the uh, the two, you know, the twin referees. Did you get two Earl Hebners so you could recreate that? Yeah. <laughs> it's happening. There you go. <laughs> it's happening. All right. 
No, that's great. And I mean, yeah, yeah obviously so many different places, you know, yeah. that we could talk about things and just have fun. But, uh, you know, we've we've taken a lot of t- your time and you've given us a lot of great and fun information. So thank you so much. Yeah, my pleasure. Yes. Glad to thank be here. You. We can do it again in the future. Oh, I'd love I think to. Huspar was about to ask, um, are you going to be at Live yeah, you're gonna 9? Yeah, going to be at Live 9? I'm not. I want. Aww. I want to be, but I've <laughs> every weekend for the last like three months. I've been out of town. This weekend, I'm finally yeah. in town, so it worked out. You guys reaching out. Yeah. Uh, my wife is actually leaving town to go visit some friends. I'm like, good. Just hang yeah. out at home. Yeah. <laughs> hang out with the kids. That's like, but I can organize my Andre the Giant collection. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I've got an unassembled yep. detolf in my garage because oh, there you go, man. It's it sounds like. Three detolfs jam packed full that need desperately reorganized. I need to put together the fourth. Yeah, well, you better pick up some PBR on your way home and uh, put that bad boy together. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. I like Um, it. So, real quick, do you represent Christian? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to see him yeah. this weekend he, at Planet Well, he Comic-Con. said Christian Cage. He had to figure yeah. Oh, you know, he yeah. went through the list. And I There's a lot of cages. I was paying attention. <laughs> oh, I thought you said True. Brian Cage. Both. He did. Both. Oh, well, all right. All the cages. Yeah, all the cages in the <laughs> pages. Both the pages. And... <laughs> Even uh, the steel cages. He owns those two. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The big blue, especially. <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, it, there's there's a few people that probably technically I do work for. They just don't know it yet, which is to say uh, I got hooked up the Pro Wrestling Tees guys, and they oh, were helping yeah. some people do some things, but That's they were really helping cool. them through some random lawyer that they found online. And then it was like, oh, you actually help wrestlers. And, oh, you know some of the same people. And, and there were a couple of times I asked them to tweak something on their website for my purposes, and they're like, well, that worked. Yeah, it'll work. I've, I've done it <laughs> dozens of times with other guys. Oh, okay. So now I do all pro wrestling. And so they started introducing oh, me cool. to people. Well, you know, like Hangman, for example, has yeah. um, Hangman Adam Page protected, but it's not gotten to the point where I've had to do anything for him and bill him. But when the time comes, it'll be me that, that does it. And reaches yeah, out to him. So, gotcha. Right. So he's kind of a client, but not really yet. Yeah, so sure. I, I don't count it, which is why he's not up there yet. But He's I've officially unofficial. That's right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm going to be going to kansas city this and and meet christian that's uh is a there galaxy con a planet con planet, that's right yep uh is there a message that i could send to him from you God, no <laughs> he and i he and i talked not that long ago um because he had owned christian cage and let it go just kind of let it lapse and didn't realize oh, wow. it, so i just helped him yeah refile and reprotect it gotcha. uh, so and i'll see him you know in what three yeah. weeks in chicago nice. uh, <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've gone to that con planet oh yeah I, I took my daughter. Uh, well, I think because, we've probably been there at the same time. So it would have been it would have been my 39th birthday. So it would have been two years ago. It would have been 19, yeah. 2019. Uh, I, it was right around my birthday, and I wanted to go because Jim Starlin, right, writer and author mm. of Captain Marvel, was going to be there. Yep. And yeah. I never met him. I never got I anything did. signed. And um, my daughter is was, is was a huge fan of Jenny Weasley. Uh, oh, yeah. They Harry had Potter a lot fan. of the Harry Potter people there. Yeah. And she was there. Jenny Weasley yep. was there. And I'm like... She's British. I don't know when else we're going to have a chance. I'm like, that's why I want to say you're right. I want to go to Kansas City. So my daughter and I went on a little adventure. Nice. And uh, that's awesome. I met uh, Ray Mysterio there. Yeah. And my daughter's like, oh, I wow. want to take the picture. I'm like, cool. I want to bring this up. <laughs> you better. We came home and we're showing, I showed my wife the pictures. Oh, hey, no. here's her, Jenny Weasley. And I went ahead and paid for her. And we got a picture with Jenny Weasley and the, two, uh, the twins. The two brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The, the uh, Weasley twins. And, you know, here's me with Jim Starlin. And I got all this. I got some original Jim Starlin artwork, like one of the pages yeah. from oh, wow. uh, Captain Marvel book and had wow. him sign that. That's and, great. Uh, but I got a picture from Ray Mysterio and my wife looks at it. And she goes, that's cool. 
Who's the little kid? Pretty rude that he didn't stand up. Oh. Oh. And I was like, well, you're oh, you're a tall guy. Honey, he is standing up. She's like, what? Yeah. And I'm like, look behind. <laughs> you can see. I mean, it was like bar, bar stool height. Yeah. Right. And he certainly stood up, but I'm 6'1", and he's 5'6", five, five, I think. 5'6", yeah. yeah. So I'm a, a head taller than him. <laughs> she was like, oh, right. he, and he's a wrestler? I'm like, yeah, actually, you know, he's an all-timer. Yeah. He's, he's an all-time great, but yeah, he's a little guy. <laughs> right, right. But it made me laugh. Like, he couldn't yeah. stand up. Like, uh, <laughs> awkward. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good con, a big building. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, it's loved huge. It. And, and we stayed at yeah. the hotel that's connected to the yep. convention center. Easy, easy yep. peasy. Loved it. Well, cool. I will, uh, I'll tell. Yeah, I... tell him. absolutely tell myself. <laughs> <laughs> not do the Budweiser. What the? <laughs> yeah, no. I, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> no. Me neither, because we don't like Budweiser. We're PBR guys, right? There you go. <laughs> I like PBR before it was cool. I, I got I had to stop drinking it for a while because all the damn hipsters right drinking. I'm like, yeah, you started man. growing a you started growing a man bun, didn't you? Yeah, right. yeah. and then I was so angry about it, I shaved my whole head and was like, nah. Yeah. I'm over. No, we, we <laughs> interviewed Corey from PBR, and we yeah. talked about the same exact thing that yep. like at one point like hipsters took over. Oh yeah, I wouldn't it drink was it. So I'm like, weird. These douchebags are all drinking it. I can't. Drink it. <laughs> I'm stepping away. But then I've come back to it, and then yeah. then, the, then the guys started really pimping it and loving it. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, it yeah. just hit me right in my feels. I love PBR yeah, forever. <laughs> well, that's all I have for. Yeah, I just cool. uh, yeah, just uh, like I said, just hit me up when you want to do lunch, and we'll we'll find a place. I you know I seriously would love to go out. It'd be great time, man, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'll let you know. I I have no plans to be down there, but it'll happen. I go three, four, oh, yeah. five times a year. So awesome. I'm here all year. So. <laughs> I was, was going to say, um, maybe down the line, I might need your services. I'm going to go to CAP soon to uh, start training with uh, Brian and, you know, oh, Pat right Buck on. and everyone. So maybe down awesome. the line when I invent some crazy name, you know, gimmick name, I'll, I'll need you. <laughs> there you go. How's far official? <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I could trademark my real name, can I? You can. Some <laughs> well, people do. I mean, that yeah. was just a, yeah. a thing recently, but just a weird yeah. oversight, yeah. as we yeah. learned. So, Harry Husfar. Yeah, it's <laughs> Grandma Hussy. Let's trademark that, Grandma Hussy. The no. stuff happened with uh, Chelsea. She right. Me. That's and, right. Uh, That's right. She and I had some back and forth. I'm like, uh, yeah. don't sweat it. This. No, I. This is not was, a winning proposition. For sure. Me. Right. I was right. gonna bring it up, but it seems so like it just it ended up quick. being. Uh, yeah. Oops. We. Yeah didn't realize or that, whatever and, and and back to my point of i don't think the legal people are necessarily fans yeah right and that that just supported that belief as they probably they didn't know, know she had been released and they yeah I, I had somebody ask me about it recently and they said well they probably didn't know that was her real name right i said well i'd like to say that's true <laughs> but these there's these consent agreements uh they're, they're only about yay long but oh, oh, wow. <laughs> it's like not even a tiny. That was like and, two sentences. For yeah, it's like, like swaggle. For, that's right. Head, Very short audio. So oh, it's, okay. uh, it says, you know, uh, hi, <laughs> this is, um, you know, Mike Dawkins and I consent. I'm, you know, I'm a living person and I consent to gimmick attorney, uh, my stage name or whatever, being registered as a trademark, you know, signed Mike Dawkins. So what it said was, you know, I, Chelsea Green, agree to and consent that WWE can register this as a trademark. Blah, 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 signed Chelsea Ann Green. So they, they yeah. couldn't have not known that that was her legal name because it's right. literally on that document that they just yeah. uh So it was just, 
it was not something that they were going to win if it had gone somewhere. Uh, right. So right. I, as I told her, I'm like, uh, my guess is a non-fan lawyer filed it, not realiz- realizing what they're doing. They're also getting abused in the court of public opinion about this. Yeah. This this will get resolved. Yeah. And I came up with a perfect name for her just in case it didn't work out. It would have been Chelsea Emerald. There, there you go. <laughs> you know? Chelsea <laughs> Jane. Chelsea Verde. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm well, full of bad jokes. Thank you so much for yeah. hanging out with yeah, us. Yeah, thank you, Mike. Oh, it was it, it so was a pleasure, much. man. It was it was, it was awesome getting getting to know you and getting to talk to you and and hear your story and uh, definitely would love to do it again for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Well, thanks, guys. Yep. All right, thanks, thank Mike. So Take much. care, brother. We'll talk soon. All right, and now that was uh, wow, <laughs> what an incredible <laughs> and informative. Yeah. Jeez. That was I don't even, incredible. I don't even know what to say. It was it was too awesome. Uh, Thanks, Mike. Again. Very uh, yes, <laughs> privileged to be able to have those conversations and learn some of that stuff. Um, so anyway, it's now time for our four by six giveaway. Got some hoes in this house. Got some hoes in the house. MWO question of the week. <laughs> Jeez. Um. <laughs> so every week post a thing and uh we ask you know if you uh ask us questions and we pick your question we send you a four by six so that's what we're gonna do i mm. i have one are you guys ready you can go first nope <laughs> all right <laughs> so this is from chaz brown chaz my do he says other than double g who is your favorite kind of obscure wrestler that needs an updated figure or just needs a figure in general? So obscure, I'm gonna, well, like yeah, obscure, obscure, like it has to be someone like weird or like can it be someone who's never had a figure before? <laughs> I, I would think it's. I think he means more somebody who had a very limited run and somebody you know who wasn't around for a long time and had a kind of a goofy you know, someone run. Someone of like name okay. value, you know, it can be sure. comedic or you know, I think. I think I someone. Know I, pick. I think someone would say like the gobbledygooker or whatever is like right, an obscure right. character, yeah. even though like Uh-oh. it's in the Repo Man, Mountie yeah. ish, you know, something like that. You know, like they're obviously like they had they had their heyday or popular moments, but it's still kind of obscure. Um, so uh, I'm gonna go kind of a different route. Um, I'm gonna go like the WCW cruiserweight. Division. Ooh. You know, so I like, like Rey Mysterio was obviously like a big name that later became even bigger. You know, Juventud, right. who just showed up in AEW. Um, you know, Dean Malenko was part of all that movement. But like, you know, there was a lot of really cool wrestlers that you just don't see much of. Like, so I think someone like Octagon would be really cool. Who was like, I don't know all of the 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 story of it, but like. He is connected to what Pentagon is today. Yes. Um, you know, he's like the early version of Pentagon. You know, Super Callow, uh, things like that. I don't know. I, th- I think the WCW Cruiserweight division had such a really cool list of wrestlers, and only so many of them oh, came yeah. out. You know, Laparca, Psychosis, you know, only so many of them came out um, as known people. Um, right. And even them right. didn't really get a whole lot of uh figures so i think stuff like that would be really cool um i have two that come to mind i'll do them quick the two that come to mind for me um the biggest one would probably be vampiro he's had figures in the past but you know he hasn't had like kind of like a more like a elite 
or you know kind of like a super seven or something like that um i feel like he should have more figures the other one that comes to mind is francine would would be the other one that i would really want just because she's really never had a figure and i think she uh, you know figures toy company I, I know she got one she's proud of it but i think she deserves right. a, a better figure of her yeah you know, something that looks a little more like her okay so my pick for this i think someone <laughs> who deserves a figure um that as far as i know doesn't really have one i gotta go kind of on billy's path but i'm not gonna go <laughs> cruiserweight sure I gotta go with Glacier. You gotta go WCW. with WCW. Yeah, I think he was like <laughs> a. Does. I mean, he he was. I I mean, no no bullshit. Like I think he was a great attraction, yeah. great wrestler. Uh, he just didn't get the notoriety. I mean, because it was. I mean, everybody knows it was a ripoff of Sub Zero. You know, but it was I mean, still they a had cool. That whole Moral Combat section of wrestlers with him and right. Mortis and Wrath, and you know, I right. think Wrath is, is actually going to be getting wrestlers. But or who's the right. guy with the green? Who's the that's, guy? Who that's Mortis. That's Mortis, right? And that, right. that was that was Chris Canyon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who's yes, better yes, than yes. Canyon? Me. Well, he's dead. So. <laughs> well, oh. and, and you're not, you're not a professional yet. True. But possibly, so, you know, and I do have to mention this real quick. Andrew, I am so proud of you, dude. You've come such a long way since I first met you. You're a li- you were like back when I met you, you were just a little bitch. Now you're just a regular bitch. <laughs> Soon you'll yeah, be a big it. bitch. Big bitch. Gonna be, gonna, that's but no, nah, man. Seriously, you. man. You know, I I seriously hope you make it to cap and like do great and like anything can happen, man. So I will make it. Hell yeah, brother. Hail. Oh hell yeah. All right. Um, Quick shout out to AJ. He actually, um, I didn't post it in the group yet, but uh, when which I AJ? AJ Hot Rod Styles. guy. Oh, I didn't Hot know if you were talking guy. about Jarvis or Walchek. I'm sorry, um, Hot Rod guy. He actually gifted me a pair of wrestling boots. My would be my first pair of wrestling boots for when I do start up. And I just wanted to say thank you, AJ. It means wow. the world to me that you did that because. Yeah, I just don't know what to say. Thank you. That's awesome, man. Um, oh, real quick, I just received a message from Robert Rudman. He said the entire package is getting unlocked tonight. Believe that. Two Believe hours that. left. Two hours left in the Macho Madness announcers exclusive. Let's check. Let's do a quick so, uh, uh, update. Yeah, where, where, where are we Obviously, at? Obviously, like when this releases wow. on Thursday. Yeah, we're going to have like 22,000. It's, it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's going to be like, yeah, not, this and stuff I've, isn't that exciting, but like this is happening right. as have, we are recording. Currently, oh, as we're recording, God. yeah, it's uh, 10.03 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'll have already Friday the 13th. for like a week. Um, yeah. no one it's at 7,343 backers <laughs> as of now. So 7,433? 343. Now, Hell yeah, man. I know and this growing. is like moving all dick. over the place, but I just got a message. Friends, Ooh. Chris and Matt, they just sent me. Um, now, Husfar, you just said, you told me earlier that you're going to Poughkeepsie tomorrow, correct? I am to uh, New England Wrestling. Yeah. Um, it's like the Wrestle Fest. Did you pretty much. know about this match? It is a casket match. No. Between Ooh. Enzo Amore. I know Enzo's going to be there. And Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> oh, that's going to be dope. I know Jerry's going to be there. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know they were having a match. Casket wow. match. That's dope. <laughs> I'm excited. 
I, that, I'm so excited. I, oh that my is God. that. That's an obscure two pack of wrestlers that I want yeah. figures of. Is the is the casket match accessory pack between Enzo and Jerry Lawler. Jerry the King Lawler. Wow. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's great. Uh, I have I have a question. Um, yes. Let's see. Oh, I, oh God. Uh, I'm going to pick uh, our good friend of the show, Mary-Kate Anthony. Um, I picked your question, didn't I? Son of a... Son of a Mother, son of a um, So I'm going to pick her question. Um, I, you know, I also hope you're feeling better, Mary-Kate. Yes. Um, so with the live shows coming back in full swing, for now at least, what event or promotion is on your must-see live bucket list? And I chose this question because um, I am crossing out things on my bucket list uh by going to impact this weekend for the tapings Mm -hmm. which i'm very excited about um so i've been to an AEW show Mm -hmm. i've been to i went to wwf back in the day um so i wouldn't really count that because i don't really remember it as much i'd say like probably like a ring of honor show um just because i've always wanted to check them out um i don't give them enough attention as i should yeah. Um. And then maybe maybe a more current WWE show just sure. should go with friends, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um. But Ring of Honor would be probably my my next one. Uh. Okay. That I would want to go to, to see Danhausen and check out yeah. some new wrestlers. Yeah. You know, I always like yeah. learning new wrestlers. So. Yeah, I've been I've been lucky to be able to go to a lot of different things. I used to go to TNA shows all the time. Uh. No televised ones. They were all house shows, but that's okay. Been to so many WWE, lucky enough to go to a couple WrestleManias, and I was at the very first um, Money in the Bank pay-per-view. I've gone to Evolve, I've gone to Shimmer, I've gone to Kaiju Big Battle. Um, What'd you call me? (laughs) Kaiju Kaiju. Big Battle. (laughs) There's a motherfucking Kaiju up in this bitch. It's a bunch of indie wrestlers and even like known wrestlers who like all wrestle in these really crazy wacky like giant monster type costume and they put like fake cardboard and styrofoam buildings in the middle of the ring and they act like they're godzilla and king kong wrestling each other i want to go right now. it is so stupid and so fun and so anyway um i've been lucky to go to a lot of different things um I have not been to ROH, uh, so yeah, I would throw something like that in there. Um, but I would really like to attend a Royal Rumble. Absolutely, I agree. A Royal Rumble or a WrestleMania for me, I would right. love to. Royal you know, Rumble those would are, be dope. Those are big spectacle events, and I would so, love to. I would love spectacle. to go to a Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, Hell in a yeah. Cell, hell yeah, all those yeah. Big gimmicks. Well, yeah. and luckily, like I haven't been to a Hell in a Cell pay per view, but I saw Undertaker versus Shane in Hell in a Cell. So. Ooh. You know, that kind of stuff is cool. But, like, yeah, Royal Rumble. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, especially, like, front row. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. Sure. I mean, that would be awesome. I always try to go for front row, and I always end up disappointed. Oh, yeah? Because I never get them, except for the AW. Still got to <laughs> go, scared. man. No, I know. I, I just, I, I'm spoiled because I, I went to that double or nothing and the and the Dynamite before, and I had, like, such amazing seats. And now, like... I get disappointed if I don't get it, so I'm like, spo- I spoiled myself. No, I you know? yeah, I know. And all those indie shows, I, I get front right. row, and you know, right. it's like. And even bucks. if like you know you were at GCW, you ended up hanging out in general admission, like in the back, and it's still like almost like front row. 
Yeah, absolutely. I had fifth row, and it was really close. Right. I didn't get. It, you know, there was only four ass. rows in front of you. I didn't get glass in my ass. That's for or sure. Or a pizza cutter in your taint. Ew. But yeah, you should still, <laughs> even if you don't get front row or close, like yeah, you should go because like it's still absolutely. great yeah. experiences. Hell yeah, totally. You're only missing out if you decide not to. Absolutely. Right. So gotta make it happen. Oh anyway, yeah, Jake. What? Uh, All right. What event would you like to go to? Yeah, you gotta answer. Oh, that's <laughs> about to ask my question. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, there's only one event for me. No one can see what you're doing. <laughs> WrestleMania. Right. He was pointing at the sign. Yeah, yeah I know, but, yeah, but our, so, our listeners can't hear they, that. Why can't they? Because they, they, they don't have our Patreon group. Oh, that's not up yet, where they can actually see what we're doing. Yeah. When when's that coming, <laughs> Billy Walter Piazek? Well, let's just say that we've got some big episodes coming up. Uh, you know, before the year is up. Okay. So we'll. Um, okay. Okay. Little okay. little. All right. Little so anyway, starting to get laid out. Yeah teasers all right so yeah i mean the royal rumble honestly is my favorite uh pay-per-view or event but since billy picked it uh my answer is wrestlemania because that is the granddaddy of them all and i think it would be cool as hell to be at a live wrestlemania full of you know with a full crowd and you know everything's just popping off and having a good time you know (laughs) (laughs) having some drinks and just like watching some wrestling i mean it's i mean it doesn't get any better than that, so that that's definitely my choice. I love it. <clears throat> All right, and speaking of choices, my man, Joey Hudson. There there was a lot of good questions, and uh, what are the four honors of the major pod community yeah. that would make someone a Grand Slam major mark? And then Joey also answered his own question. Yeah. So my answer is, uh, number one, on-air question, apostrophe, I think that's an apostrophe. Ask Major Pod or Know Your Bro. Number two, on-air review. Major re- review or Bro of the Week. Number three, on-camera appearance on Boozin. Four, new or classic superstar of the Stuper week. Superstar? Yeah. I've had a lot of uh, brewskis, so yeah, it's fine. No. Okay, so I'm gonna, I've got to go with that. I think that is definitely the four honors to be a Grand Slam Major Mark. Um, personally, I have had my on-air question asked, uh, I believe, four times. Um, I On-air review, I have not got one of those yet because, honestly, I have not done it. And the reason why I have not done it is because I can't figure it out. I keep going on Spotify and I go on Apple and I don't know what's going on, but I cannot leave a review and I don't know how to do it. So if somebody can help me with that, I would appreciate it. I can help you. <laughs> okay, please do. Um, on camera appearance on Boozin. I've been on Boozin, I, bl- I know twice for sure. I think three times, but I know twice for sure. No, it was three times. It was three times. No, it was and then more than new- three times. It was? Yeah, you were on more than three times. Oh, cool. You're on no, like at least four. Sweet. Yeah, I've been on a lot. And then, uh, and I'm also, you know, on uh, Major Mark Purchases of the Week a lot because I, I buy some cool shit. So, um, but so does everybody else. Um, and then, uh, number four, this one, I have not gotten the new or classic superstar of the week. I've always wanted to be classic superstar of the week, uh, but I have not got that. So, you will. It's all random. I, so, oh, yeah, I know it's random, but I think last week or the week before, somebody named Jacob. Yeah. So and so one and I when I heard the name I was like, Yes, I got it. And then Yay. it wasn't those are your anyway. four. It has to be yeah. four. 
Oh, well, um, that's what that's what Joey Hudson said. Okay. I mean, All right. so I'll just, I think you can make it however you want, but like I got to go with. Hey, I mean, he's got a great list there, so I yeah. think that's good. Yeah, no, that's I agree. Good. Um, so my four, I'll do four. Um, my four would be Broski of the week, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I want to say just even mentioned on the pod, like not, yeah, you know, you know, just I, like I oh, Husfar held my 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 eye lookers. What contact lens? Contact lenses. Yeah, like that. You know, something like that, or you know, my my eye like, lookers. They, they played my song. You know, when I did the yeah. contest or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, that'll be number two. Number three would definitely be like the question at the end of the pods. Um, you know, for yeah, the question of the 10, week for the blue yep. shoe, eight by ten. Um, and number four. Um, I want to say one of the giveaways that they do um, for the review. You know, I, um, you know if they pick the review, I'd, I'd say that's pretty big. Cause there's so many yeah. reviews that get put out there and to get picked. You know, it's hard to write a review. I'm, you know, Billy knows. Um, I've been trying to be Broski of the week for a little bit, and you know, I, I've been putting posts up, and I've been trying, and I want to try to make something different and interesting that you know they'll pick. So, um, yeah, yeah. So those are my four. Yeah, um, said I think we're all in a relative agreement of, of a lot of what Joey said uh, on air question. You know, L- Mike LaPuma is the uh, Michael know, the, Jordan the, of Ask yeah, Major Pod. Sure. I've never gotten one of them. Um, so I actually, I you know, I, I think that's a, a pretty cool one. Jake, you've gotten question of the week. Yeah, I, I have um, uh, four. I got them hung, hung up on the wall right there, actually. So I've, I've I got the four one times. before Mark started signing them, so I definitely need one of those like did you did you get a question answered yeah i i got one answered it was okay. um it was about superheroes was my question okay you know i think i might remember that now that you say that but now, it was like i said the one before i think they've had three different versions sure. so i got version two is the one so v2 um but interestingly enough like and maybe it's being taken it too literal but you know it's for the major pod group, you know what would make you a Grand Slam champion of the major pod group? I don't think, I don't think Broski of the week or know your bro counts. No, I, I don't. Agree. I don't personally feel that. Like, um, and if you know, if you do, that's cool. Um, yes, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's coming not from a major. I mean, it's sort of it's under the umbrella, but it's not of the yeah. Right. You know, and, right, right, and right, not right. even trying to put us on that level at right. all, but. To me, that would almost be like saying, you know, oh, I had the MWO answer a question. And it's it's not the major pod. Right. Um, which, by the way, I I can't believe we didn't talk about this. Um, we have got to give a huge shout out to Danny Ray. He posted, like, what are your bucket list oh, yeah. to do in the major group? And him and then a lot of people answered in his thread um, to be on this show holy shit like i know like i'm totally like going away from like the the joey question but like when these when when they started you know listing us as like a major bucket list item to do in the group oh yeah yeah like that completely blew me away like i know like that yeah people like us and want to be on the show but like to to have us listed in your personal bucket list of that kind of stuff man that that just Right, right in the heart. Uh, thank you so much. Um, like I said, I believe it was yeah. Danny Ray who who um, started that, and that's someone who I I can't recall that I've really interacted with. You know, like 
there's a yeah. lot of people that we interact with in the group and some, you know, that we don't as much, you know. So um, when it's someone that's not like one of our like become one of our personal friends. Right. It just means even more. So thank you so oh, much. Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you very much. That uh, it seriously means a lot. I mean, we have a a lot of listeners that we don't even know about, and it's kind of bizarre to us because we're part of the major wrestling figure podcast community. We're right. all very interactive in there. Yeah, we try to talk to whoever we can. Yeah, we yeah, can. and there's a lot of people who don't interact, so to speak. You know, they're they're just in there hanging out and checking everything out. Which Danny Ray is the fucking man. <laughs> He got cut off. His shit is... <laughs> Perfect timing. Thank you, Jesus. That's all I got to say. Oh, my so, God. So, anyway, I'm going to finish before he gets back on here. <laughs> Danny, Danny Ray is a fucking man, and I don't care what you say, I appreciate him. Okay? Yes, no, we, we, we all do. We all do, and we appreciate everybody who listens, and like I said before, we're going to do... We are going to have everybody on here. At some point, um, you know, and, and there might be people that don't want to be on here, and that's fine. Oh, you know, of we, we 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 will, we will reach out to you. Um, but I mean, also, if there's something that's important or something coming up, and you know, you feel it's you know time sensitive, you know, reach, reach out to, out us, to us, and first. we'll do what we can to get you out, you know, get you on here as, as quick as possible. Um, but you know, we we love you guys and we appreciate the support. And we love hearing your stories and getting to know everybody. And like, there's been so many people we've had on so far that I personally didn't know and have actually built a relationship with them since them being on and become really close friends right. with them. So right. it's, re- it's really... Yes, sorry. Uh, to, to piggyback off what you're saying, mm-hmm. like Danny Ray, like I said, I, I can't say if I have had interactions, it's been minimal. Like, yeah. So if we don't know who you are, it's harder for us to reach out to right. have you on eventually. So if if there are people who want to be on, like, you know, understand there's a lot of people and we have a lot of plans. There, there's a little bit of a line, a little bit of a waiting list, but at the same time, it's all somewhat negotiable. Yeah. And you know, we can modify things and move things around. So if, like I said, if there's something of importance that you need to get on sooner rather than later, you know, we can do what we can to get you on and, uh, you know, and make make something happen. So, um, yeah. right. Yeah. But anyway, Joey Hudson, I think getting a question of the week is uh, is a definite. Um, I have had the, the classic for star. Um, oh, did you? You got that? I didn't yep, know that. Yep. Um, I think it was before even the podcast, uh, our podcast started. Oh, I was going to say, how the hell did you get up? <laughs> Before no. the podcast started. Um, what else was on his list? Um, on a review, I haven't had that on camera yeah. appearance for Boozin. I've had that. Um, yeah. You know, I think other little things like if you get your name called out for um, incarnation of domination. Yes, I've had that. Yep, same. Yep. Um, you know, any WTF? Any of those, too? Yeah, WTF? I had that. Yeah. Yeah. Any of those little yeah. things, I think. Are um oh they're they're, yeah. they're no it's a notch in the belt you know and sure. that's the thing like there's there's they're so generous to, yes, to calling mean, people out and whatever that like I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out if you can get four of like any of that kind of stuff I think I think you've kind of I know it's not official grand slam yeah. as far as you know definitions go but like right I think you've reached it 
you know, yeah, those I mean, points. Yeah, because, I mean, Cause originally, like, I just, back in the day, I mean, just from wrestling terps, you know, the, the yeah, three World Championship, the Intercontinental, and Tag Team, were, right. were that was the Triple Crown. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that, that kind of thing. So, it's kind of the same thing. But, yeah, I think four. I mean, because there are, so, I mean, there's probably eight to ten things, honestly, that you could consider under that. Right. But, you know, I, I would say four. I mean, because they're all achievable, but some are a little more difficult than the others. So yes. I, I, I'd go with four and, yeah, and, and whatever. Yeah, about four, you know? I think it's yeah, good I, for I think any of them. Because just going through it, like, I forgot about WPF. Right. You know, you know so, right. like, I've gotten several of those, but there's several yeah. I haven't gotten. Right. So, yeah, there we go. Um, I don't know. I think that's maybe it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, hashtag major fitness challenge. I just want to say uh, congratulations to everybody who's doing so much amazing uh, or so many amazing things, you know, at the gym or outside of the gym and, you know, running, exercising, eating healthy, uh, all that. It, it's amazing. And we're, we're all proud of you. And uh, good luck to uh, whoever wins because that's coming up pretty soon. I mean, this week, we that got, this we got, we got about one week. Uh, well, actually, when this this episode is going to drop Thursday, so a couple days after, two yeah. days after, we're going to have a winner. So yeah. uh, I'm of course I'm hoping it's me, but you know if it's Hussy, I'll I'll be jealous as hell, but you know I'll still be happy for my guy. And if it's somebody else, you know I'll be happy for you. So it's uh, gonna you know. be me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. this was a fun episode for yeah, several fun. different reasons. At this point, we just hope that you enjoy the ride, no matter what. Enjoy the ride. Wake up, enjoy the ride. Play fucking music all night. <laughs> I got Galoob, a Hasbro Dusty. I got the merch that drives the marks while the ring-worn gear, they want to wear it. H-A-R-D, just like Blue Chew, I'm just a major mark. Major mark! I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy! I'm just a major mark. Major mark! I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy! Claim all the figs. Claim all the merch. Like Super Gabby. You already know the Michael Jordan. And Scotty Pippen. With Phil Jackson. Always scratching that itch. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. Hey, all you major marks. Claim all that merchandise. 